Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM 97.3. Welcome to Thursday, the 5th of January, 2023. Sounds of Diana Hamilton welcoming all of us to another serving of the City Breakfast Show. Live on your dial 97.3 FM. Broadcasting live from Adabrakat to every corner of the world on the wings of citynewsroom.com. My name is Nathan Kwao, sitting in for Bernard Avle. Always an honor bringing you the biggest breakfast in town. Join us on the number 0549-986-996. On Twitter at City973, hashtag CityCBS. Start off with our business sense for the morning. Brought to us by ADB. ADB is giving you the payday plus. 
maybe just maybe something has popped up at the wrong time of the month and you need to take care of it talk to adb especially if your salary goes through their bank they sort of view and put together the payday plus you can get up to 10,000 cities or 80% of your next net monthly salary. And there's no interest. There's no interest on repayments within 30 days and your money hits your account the same day. If you are interested, call Meredith on 0243-273-369 or now on 0244-284-197. ADB truly a Greek and more. Our business today comes from Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean says, I can't change the direction of the wind, but I can adjust my sails to always reach my destination. I can't change the direction of the wind, but I can adjust my sails to always reach my destination. What we can't change are the things that life will throw at us. All kinds of crazy things will happen on your path to excellence. All kinds of distractions, unfortunate incidents, setbacks, things that are meant to knock you down and change the direction of the ship. What you can do is to adjust your sail. What you can do is to adapt, be malleable enough to respond to whatever challenge it is and navigate your way so you get to your destination. As for the winds, there's nothing you can do. Once you hop on a boat or anything that floats on water and you want to move from point A to point B, the seas will get rough. The winds will come in. What you have to do is learn to navigate the course so you get to your destination. That's what you can control, the navigation. You can't control the wind or any external circumstance. So the wind will come, but you have to adjust your sail so you get to your destination. That's our business sense for the morning. Brought to us by ADB, ADB Truly, Agric and more. Coming up next is the newspaper review on the City Breakfast Show. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Breakfast show. What is above the noise? 
Six thirty. Welcome to the newspaper review. Brought to us by Total Energy's three-time winners of the CIMG Petroleum Company of the Year Award. And they say they'll keep on doing big things. They dedicate the award to their cherished customers and they promise to keep delivering innovative products and services that meet the needs and expectations of you, their cherished customers. So please keep being friends with Total Energy's. Right, let's get into the newspaper review. Godfrey Akutobuafo is here. Good morning. Good morning. I, I love the song you started the show with. Yeah. It kind of defines how I feel this morning. <laughs> I see. Yeti Apo. Yeti Apo. Yeah. yeah. We have life. We have life. Talis, yeah. good morning. <laughs> and, uh, everybody, uh, to everybody who, has, who, who, who woke up with us this morning. Yeti Apo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You That's know? pure Akan and Nefia. I love Akan. I love, I love, I love Akan and the things he does with yeah. music. He's a bit different, isn't he's, he? He's, he's very different. <laughs> Very, very against the grain, but he has his own space yeah. and he does his own special kind of music. So. Well, I can't. Good morning to you, and thank you for <laughs> telling us that we are doing good this morning. <laughs> anyway, let me take you to the paper. So then we have two. Yeah, two, and then we do online. Okay. Uh, so let me take you to the front page of the Daily Graphic first. Uh, UG Freshers Battle Accommodation Challenges. And uh, you have a photo of some of the students at the registry of the university of Ghana and then overcoming economic challenges eschew uh, extreme partisanship two statesmen advice nation and that's a tepe mm. former finance minister and Samukujeto. Uh, and then on world braille day Ghana lags behind in braille evolution oh oh and then a quantum mining not involved in illegal activities says the president will get to that later on the front page of the Ghanaian times 48 alleged terrorists missing also, well, it's a question. Uh, 48 alleged missing. Uh, police immigration service in blame game over their whereabouts. Uh, police arrest three suspects in Kaswa Momo robbery case. OSP conducts investigations, prosecutes corruption related offenses by institutions and individuals. We went through that yesterday. We'll defend ourselves if poachers continue to shoot us. Forestry Commission. Wow. So these are the headlines from the two newspapers. Mm-hmm. If you go online, yes, uh, citynewsroom.com says, pray for Ghana to surmount current economic challenges. A kufado to clergy. So, shall more prayers in a place. Kenashidme says, Ekufado's defense of a contamining firm unfortunate. Okay, And Ekufado's comment on a contamining will not affect OSP probe. That's according to the lands minister plus university of ghana to complete disputed africa integras project so that's uh, something coming from the university of ghana and um, other stories there um, on the same 
portal. Of course, you have Dr. Baumia, Alan Chermating, others also speaking and saying some other interesting things. If you go to citybusinessnews.com, Guta calls for total reform in VAT implementation. So it looks like in the last few days, Guta has been very vocal in terms of what they want from the government. If you go to myjoyonline.com, um, a counter mining not engaged in illegal mining as we speak. That's according to the president. And that um, quote or that audio has been making the rounds since yesterday. Reverend Stephen Wengam, our very own Reverend Wengam, says assemblies of God can practice centralized system will collapse. Interesting. And shock as couple and their son die within three days at a draft. Plus, Ashanti Regional NSS boss handed two-month suspension without pay. And if you go to the BBC, Expo Benedict's coffin visited by nearly 200,000. Wow. And Amazon to shed over 18,000 jobs as it cuts costs. And U.S. house in um, disorder amid popcorn and palace intrigue. So, drama, drama, drama in the United States. Yeah, well, we, we had our own drama in Parliament and <laughs> under similar circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> in I trying to elect a, a House Speaker, mm-hmm. <laughs> they have their own. They, they haven't thrown the punches yet. <laughs> anyway, let me take you to some details. Page 24 of the Daily Graphic. Richard Sky. Yes. How are you? I'm fine. How about okay. you? Okay, yes. <laughs> Did, do you have the OSP report? The o- yes, I still have it. Did it say that it was Aquanta listed under ongoing or concluded? Uh, I have to, to be accurate. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll well, the president says Akunta mining is not okay. involved in illegal activities. Uh, that is obviously <laughs> 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 the look on your face, guy. Anyway, start by Rosalind. I hope you are quoting him properly. Though. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, well, we have the audio. Yeah. Yes, Rosalind yes. Amo. Hey, Auntie Rose, good morning. President Nado Dankwe Kufuado mm-hmm. has absolved Akunta mining from any wrongdoing, saying that the company was not involved in any illegal mining activities. Anywhere in the country, the president was addressing the Catholic Bishops' Conference and 16th Biennial Congress of the National Union of Ghana Catholic Diocesan Priest Association in Kofodia in the Eastern Region last mm-hmm. Tuesday. Quote, let me respond briefly to the chairperson on the issue of illegal mining. Mm-hmm. I want to assure him and all of you that Akunta Mining is not engaged in any illegal activities in any part of the country mm-hmm. as we speak, he said. Quote, again, uh, the, the, said the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources has through the Forestry Commission mm-hmm. and with the assistance of the military cordoned off all 294 sites of forest reserves in the country and rid them of illegal mining as we speak. So some definite, mm-hmm. uh, definitive statements <clears throat> coming from the President. But uh, Ken Ashibi also had a response. Uh, he reminded the IGP, Dr. George Akufu-Dampire, of his promise mm-hmm. to investigate and bring to book owners and officials of Akunta Mining Limited for their alleged involvement in illegal mining. Mm-hmm. According to him, there was substantial evidence to prosecute the directors of the mining firm for their alleged engagement in illegal mining in the Tano Nimiri Forest Reserve in the Western Region in contravention of the ban on mining in such reserves. Okay, okay so uh, what exactly did the report of the OFP say? If you go to that document, the one uh, uh, under the the ongoing the section ongoing investigations, Uh you see a provision made there for illegal mining. Okay, what does it say? And then it says that the office has commenced investigation into suspected corruption and corruption-related offences in respect of illegal small-scale mining. Now the investigations. 
Uh, the investigation targets some officials of the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources and the Forestry Commission. It also targets the activities and expenditure of the dissolved Interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining, especially in respect of the seizure and management of excavators, machinery, road vehicles, and gold nuggets. Now, the investigation further targets the activities of Akunta, Mining Limited and other companies, nationals of foreign countries, allegedly involved in illegal mining and mm. allegations of corruption and corruption-related offenses against some municipal and district chief executives. Okay. So it's under ongoing. So, yes. uh, so yeah, so it is under ongoing investigation. So okay. maybe the president has further briefings that we are not well, privy to. Well, the lands minister... Mm-hmm. I, I think we, 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 we should we'll discuss this matter further uh-huh. because... I think there are implications for what the president has said. I mean, legally speaking, broadly, if the president says, as we speak, they are not involved in illegal mining. He's right. He's right, because they have not been convicted as a company or no individual has been convicted for the purpose. You understand? But the question is, what good governance implications does a statement like that have? Okay, all right. We, we would need to yeah. look at that. The, land, the lands minister, though, he says that um, the president's statement will not affect the investigation that the office of the special special prosecutor mm-hmm. is undertaking that's okay. what he has said all right. all right let's move on to other stories okay, okay. Um, Sky has there's a story on the front page of uh, the Ghanaian times 48 alleged terrorists missing police immigration service in blame game over their whereabouts and you know uh, this is a very disturbing story because a number of security related uh, things have happened over the last uh, few weeks because of heightened investigations around the country to quell um, such um, possibility of a terrorist attack in, in, within the country. And the story on page 12 says that uh, it's actually by Kinsley E. Hope from Kumasi. It says, mm-hmm. confusion has erupted mm-hmm. over the whereabouts of 48 foreigners who were arrested in connection with alleged terrorism and other fraudulent acts in September last year. Now, while the police claimed the suspects were handed over to the Ghana Immigration Service in the Ejisu municipality to deal with them, the latter insists the police handled the matter. Now, police source at Ejisu Divisional Police Command told the Ghanaian Times in a follow-up exercise that the operation to arrest the suspects was carried out by the GIS. But the Ejisu commander of the GIS, Deputy <coughs> Superintendent of Immigration Alfred Niboilati, when contacted on phone, also claimed the suspects were dealt with by the police. So there is confusion now. Where are the suspects? That You see, I mean... So we have national security coordinator, we have national security minister, Mm -hmm. and then we have all of these agencies who are supposed to talk to, talk to each other. So there should be coordination, and that coordination is provided by the, 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 what do you call it, the national security coordinator and related institutions. Mm -hmm. So how is it possible that suspects have been arrested and one institution is claiming that, oh, we gave it to the other? And the other is say, oh, we gave it, somebody handled it. I mean, is there no paper trail as to, okay, we have arrested X number of people. This is the document covering the arrest. These are the information, uh, what do you call it, the, the, the interviews we conducted. We are handing this over to you. And that is recorded somewhere. We are talking in the media about, I mean, what kind of embarrassment <laughs> is this? Anyway, let me take pre- you to the University of Ghana. Okay, after that. No, 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 you should make some comment on this. Is <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can... 
know the Afro, is it Afro Chela or the other one? Or Afro Nation? Afro Nation. Do you know why it was called off? Because of security implications. The police, the institutions had picked up signal that something bad could happen. Recently, when we went to Winneba for the, uh, what do you call it? The masquerade, blah, blah, blah. Again, the police had to insist that the program should come to an end before a certain time because of intelligence they had picked up. And you know, look, these things are not being publicly discussed. There's a lot happening behind the scenes. You will not get it. But, you know, it's difficult for me to make these statements public. But I'm making them because of things like this happening. Mm. Because the police are not telling you that A, B, C, D is happening. Mm -hmm. But we need to do better. Exactly. So if you have two very respectable or respected institutions fighting each other publicly as to where alleged or suspected terrorists are, it is scandalous. But but is it not the same? These two same institutions where we did not know whether Aisha Juan was, was deported, was deported or, repatriated. or repatriated, or repatriated, or, or, or whatever, or escaped. <laughs> Most wanted. Let me take it to basis of the Daily Graphic, where freshers at the University of Ghana battle accommodation challenges. Oh, they opened the portal. When did they open the portal? The perennial challenges first year students of the University of Ghana face in securing accommodation on the university's campus persist. This year, scores of newly admitted students of the university are expressing frustration about their inability to get accommodation on the university's campus when the portal for securing accommodation was opened yesterday. The university authorities are blaming the situation on inadequate accommodation to serve the 16,000 freshmen admitted this year as the available rooms can accommodate only 6,000 students. The pro chancellor of the university in charge of academic and student affairs, Professor Gordon Awandai, in an interview yesterday told the Daily Graphic that the problem had persisted over the years due to the inadequate accommodation space for the number of admitted students. Explain that this year, for instance, the university admitted about 16,000 students, while only 6,000 students could be accommodated. Now, while some of the students complained about not being able to get access to the portal, others said they were granted access but were locked out from the page that allowed one to select a hall and subsequently a room. For those who were fortunate to be able to access the page for the selection of the halls, they said they could not go beyond that point as the system froze and became unresponsive to their selections. I think maybe later on in the day we will talk to the university officials to find out mm-hmm. uh, what is happening with regards to the accommodation uh, challenges. But honestly, if you begin on a journey to find out what hostels students are sleeping in, <laughs> you will throw up. Hey, it doesn't matter. You will throw up. I, I, I mean, there's no dignity in many cases and it's, it's horrible. Hmm. Bro, it is it is it is uh, it's horrible, it's and that also tells you about how some other people are living who are not students. You can just imagine. Oh my word! Anyway, well, the university. Stay, let me stay with that. The yes. university on citynewsroom.com. They are committing to complete the disputed Africa yes, Integras yes, project. That, that story is on City Newsroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, the University of Ghana has assured that it's taking steps to complete. Uh, the project, despite ongoing legal tussles confronting it, valued at $64 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, the project includes uh, a complex for the College of Education, a new building complex for the College of Basic and Applied Sciences, an expanded facility for the College of Humanities, a complex to house the Institute of Technology and Applied Science, and a building for the College of Health Sciences to aid the university in relocating the medical school to the University of Ghana campus from its present location at the Kolebu Teaching 
Hospital. Okay, so let me take you to some other stories. If you go to page three of the Ghanaian Times, there are three stories, very interesting stories, related to crime in one way or the other. So the first one says, man fined 1.2 billion Ghana cities for illegal mining. Now the story <laughs> says, uh, circuit court at uh, Doma Hinkro, uh, Doma Central Municipality of the Bono region, has sentenced Alexander Ado, 24-year-old unemployed, a person to a fine of 1.2 billion Ghana cities for engaging in a small scale mining without a license. Now, Ado pleaded guilty to the charge and in default would serve 20 years imprisonment in hard labor. Now, the police inspector, uh, Emmanuel um, Asari, told the court that the complainant, a, for- a farmer, and the convict were residents of uh, Wamfi. Uh, the district capital of Doma East in the Bono Hafu region. And then prosecution said that the complainant far owned a farmland where um, part of that land had been cultivated with plantain and vegetables located in um, a particular community. They call it Wamu near Wafia. It goes on to give you further details. But the good news is that the uh, judiciary is doing something about the problem of illegal mining, and this gentleman has been fined. And uh, a further story here says that uh, DVLA to deal with staff implicated in corruption watch expose. Mm-hmm. And it says the driver ve- and vehicle licensing authority says it will refer to the police for prosecution is employees found culpable of alleged infractions in a recent corruption watch expose on the driver license acquisition process. Now, this, the authority said, will be in addition to subjecting the culprits to internal disciplinary processes and appropriate sanctions. This was contained in a statement issued by the DVLA management on December 30, uh, 2022, in response to the airing of the investigative documentary, which was entitled Money Over Lives or Human Lives Across uh, the Multimedia Group platforms and three arrested in connection with mobile money robbery at Kaswa is a further story in the newspaper. Let me take you to the Daily Graphic its business page uh, on page 21 uh, domestic revenues to rise disposable income to drop Charles with a new guy. This is your headline. <laughs> you don't want Sky to come to work. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> the country presently finds itself in a serious debt situation, a development which has prevented the government from assessing the international capital markets to borrow. Among other things, the present situation has triggered a number of actions by the government as part of efforts to increase its domestic revenue mobilization efforts in an attempt to bridge the revenue gap. Mm. So, in its commentary about the new tax measure, Deloitte Ghana, for instance, has recalled that Ghana, uh, the government has introduced a top marginal rate of 35% by reverse just shortly afterwards the current 30% for specified levels of income for individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's as good as this may be for the government. There is also the flip side for a new policy. For instance, regarding resident individual employees within the specified income bracket, the tax rate hike will all things being equal mean a reduction in their net salaries and disposable income. So yeah, something I mean, that is worried that's about. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. If the government's arm reaches further into your pocket <laughs> in the effort to raise revenue. Charlie. Um, Obviously, your 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 disposable yeah, income. Yeah, but the, the the tragedy though is that they are collecting all the money. But what are they using the money for? Are we seeing improvements in our lives? Are the roads being done? Are schools doing better? Are the football pitches doing better? <laughs> Those are the, the critical questions we should be asking. Mm. It should not be every time they are coming to collect the money. Meanwhile, they are not showing proof of how they are judiciously using the resources, mm. and that's my biggest disappointment. Okay.
Anyway, you know the Apiate. Uh, what's yes. happening there? Uh, you know, we are told that the reconstruction is some thirty-one percent done, and that story is on page twenty. When I saw it yesterday, I was uh, pretty much excited. Uh, because the, of the devastation that we yeah. saw there yeah, following the blast. Huge. Now, my good friend Timothy Nyangbe, writing from uh, Apiate, uh, says that work on the first phase of the Apiate reconstruction and development project is 31% complete and will be ready for use by the end of June this year. Now, the first phase of the project, which is um, the core component of the work, involves the reconstruction of 124 housing units. Now, out of the number, 106 units are under construction, with some at foundation and others at the lintel level. Now, this came to light when the Minister of Lands and Natural Resources, the Honorable Samuel Abu Jinapo, paid a working visit to the project site yesterday. Now, the architect, um, who is the member of the Apiate Reconstruction Implementation Committee, Charles Blankson Kimans, um, explained that the housing units were being built with compressed earth bricks. Now, the minister expressed uh, satisfaction at the progress uh, of work so far and give the assurance that the needed support will be given to the project implementation team to ensure that it was completed on schedule. You know that there was a blast there mm-hmm. related to mining and some explosives that the blast yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, some investigations done. Ghanaians contributed money in support of uh, the reconstruction efforts, and we're told that that is currently underway, 31% complete. I don't know about compressed earth. What is that? Is it, is it bricks? What was that? What kind of... Well, maybe, maybe we'll have to find out from those in Compressed Gunung. earth. Well, I mean, if you are an engineer, uh, you know, building and construction engineer, you can let us know what, what is that. Compressed earth. On back page of the daily graphic, let mm-hmm. me give you some updates on some roofs that will excite you because okay. where sky lives, roofs are important. <laughs> so Jabano and uh, Bernard Avle need this update more than anybody else. Uh, and Mauli, uh, Mauli too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the roads minister commits to projects. Mm-hmm. The minister of roads and highways, Kwesia Mwakwata, has said the government will continue to meet its public commitment to significant road infrastructure projects. Mm-hmm. He said improve, uh, speaking during a tour of some key road projects in Accra and Kitase in the eastern region last Tuesday, he said the ongoing projects mm-hmm. were commitments of the government to improve people's lives. So, during the tour, uh, the minister and his team ch- inspected the progress of work on the 23-kilometer Domekitasi Road being rehabilitated by the First Sky Construction Limited. They also inspected work on the road from Ashalibotri School Junction mm-hmm. through Botiman, linking the mm-hmm. Tamamoto Way, aimed to provide access to the new olympic size stadium under construction for the All-Africa Games. Uh, he also, uh, at Botiman, for instance, the work according to the contractors, Humphrey Williams, mm-hmm. was about 65% complete. He said uh, service roads from the bottom and enclave linking major in the Adentan municipality were also being worked on. So for those of you who live in these areas, mm-hmm. um, this is an update okay, on, on the situation. All right, let's, let's go to the Ashanti region quickly. Okay. And a very troubling story. Mm-hmm. Now, this story is on myjoranline.com, and it says the death of a couple and their only male child within a span of three days. Oh, Charlie. Okay, has um, thrown the Edra township into a state of shock. Mm. Now, some relatives are suggesting the death of Salo Salama to her husband, Elias Wakurugu, could be linked to the ill health and subsequent death of their only son, Mohammed Eliasu Awedam, also known as Do. Now, the 78-year-old mother died on December 30 on learning of her son's poor health. Okay. On January 2, the 38-year-old Doe gave up the ghost and on the same day, his father, aged 83, mm. died upon learning of the passing of his son. The parents had left their Ejra abode 
for their native Burkina Faso when news of their ailing son reached them. So oh. that's a bit of a sad oh, story, oh, oh, a very, very troubling story. I think the linkages, uh, if any, must be investigated because it's, it's unusual for a family uh, of three mm-hmm. to, die to die within, within three, three days. days. I mean, it's, something certainly must be wrong somewhere. It's you know, it may either be medical or whatever. Something must be be done about that. They must investigate it. Mm. But let me take you to page 22. What is the official Ghana, poli- po- the position of Ghana on, you know, <laughs> begging and collecting money and related <laughs> matters? What's the official position? Pos- we don't know yet. Yeah. So the official position is Ghana beyond aid. Well, so we don't know that policy position. We don't know it yet. <laughs> okay. Now, there's a story that says that Ghana to request debt relief under G20 Common Framework. <laughs> we are going to ask for our debt to be forgiven under the G20 Common Framework. Remember the last time we went, it was under HIPIC, right? Now, the story doesn't have um, an author, but it says that it's a Reuters that published the story. So they are killing it from Reuters. And it says that Ghana is poised to request debt relief through the G20 Common Framework Programme and has sought reassurances that the negotiations can be expedited before proceeding, uh, Reuters sources um, have said. Now, it said Ghana, which secured a $3 billion staff-level agreement with the International Monetary Fund uh, in mid-December, has been hesitating due to the long delays faced by other countries using the process. One source uh, familiar with the government's thinking said, now the West African country must restructure its debt to get the final approval to access the IMF funds. In December, Ghana launched a domestic debt exchange and uh, later said it would default on nearly all of its uh, no, 28.4 billion US dollars of external debts. Now the source said Ghana had reached out to the Pahri Club of creditor countries in December to ask for assurances that the common framework process set up by the group of 20 leading economists in, in, in 2020 mm-hmm. um, in response to the COVID-19 uh, pandemic could be expedited. If it is received or if that um, if it receives that assurance, the government will quickly sign up to the common framework, the source said, speaking on condition of anonymity. So I think they are testing the waters with this particular story. Mm. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me wrap up two quick stories mm-hmm. internationally. Um, Algeria mm-hmm. is launching a uh, project to make a dent in how much insulin it imports. So they've put up a factory. Yes, they are looking to basically half the imports of insulin by the end of the year. And then the last one, a big issue in Kenya. What's happening? Kenya's (laughs) Ministry of Health has assured the nation that there are enough condoms following weeks of reported shortages. Yes, said that they have now brought in 38 million condoms for distribution, adding that supply challenges were to blame for areas that were... What was the cost of the shortage? Supply challenges. So people are not bringing more into the country. So it's not that they are using more. They are not. They have brought in. Okay, that one is not exactly a problem. Thank you, Godfrey. Thank you, Richard. That was the newspaper review. Coming up next is the City Business News. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation.
Baby, make your mind right now. Tell me what you want now. I don't wanna waste time. There's no spare time in life. Me, I wanna build my life with you and learn my lessons with you. Baby, everything that I want is in you. Coming up next is the City Business News brought to us by MTN. Do people still hear that dark color tone when they call you? MTN wants you to know that you can bring some life to your caller ring back tones with some of your favorite songs. Just dial star 1355 hash to choose from a wide range of music options and that's it. Get a dope caller ring back tone today and enjoy life only on MTN. And the city business news also brought to us by Goyle Access Bank and Enterprise. Alright, let's get into the city business news. Michael Obudu is here. He's got all the news. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle Enterprise Life Your Advantage Access Bank, modern banking and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, Monetary Policy Committee of the Bank of Ghana set to hold first meeting on January 24, 2023. Also, ADI calls on government to address access to lands for industrial purposes. My name is Michael Ubudu and to details of our stories now, the Monetary Policy Committee of the Bank of Ghana is set to hold its 110th regular meetings on Tuesday, January 24, 2023 to Friday, January 27, 2023 to review developments in the economy. The meeting will conclude with a press conference on Monday, January 30, 2023 to announce the decision of the committee. This will be the first for this year and it will conclude on the, with an announcement of a policy rate at the end of the meeting. Now, away from that, the Association of Ghana Industries, AGI, is urging government to make access to land easier for local businesses. The association is also urging government to initiate policies that would establish land banks, as such a policy would go a long way to help address the problem of land acquisition for the operation of the business community. In an interview with City Business News, Greater Accra Chairman of the Association of Ghana Industries, AGI, Chona Makbelo, explains that the non-existence of land banks makes many prospective investors go through frustrations and delays in accessing land for the Avengers. You follow keenly, government has rolled out the National Industrialization Transformation Agenda, which is essentially to make sure that Ghana be- becomes an industrial hub in the wake of the Continental Free Trade Agreement and also that we should be competitive. And so, in all of these, you need industry to be competitive. And we can't continue to give words and just <coughs> slogan to industrial situation. We need to actually put some of these things in practice. There are several issues bordering land, land tenure system. I've got one of my members in Tema who have to pay for the same land 
Three times. Three family. Because the first the first family was sorted out and then the next family emerged because he doesn't want to spend time in court. And these are expensive land. So by the time he's done dealing with the land issue, about 70% of his uh, capital is gone into settling land and which money will be left for the real production. So we are, what we are saying is that we need a proper land tenure system that allows industry to flourish. We need a lot of land banks dedicated for industrial use. That way it relieves investors for them to focus on their uh, productive activities. That was the Greater Accra Chairman of the Association of Ghana Industries, AGI, Chonam Akpelu. Now, the Consumer Protection Agency is opposing the increment of 43% on insurance premium by the National Insurance Commission. The agency believes the increment is unfair and concluded without a broader consultation. Executive Director of CPA, Nana Prempelje Okojiabo Eduhene, called on the NIC to suspend the policy with immediate effect. The Consumer Protection Agency is so disappointed uh, to the reason that um, such a massive uh, increment in consumer premiums didn't have any consideration in any discussion at all with the stakeholders, meaning consumers in general. Uh, this has taken us by surprise because this is the, somebody will say, the first and second day of the year. And if we're slapping somebody for the 3%, of the second, the first day of the year in insurance premium, that is very outrageous. Apart from that, also, um, what we have seen is that the, uh, they have increased the premium by just 10 percent from six. Uh, that is the third party from six six thousand cities from five thousand to six thousand cities. Uh, if we are increasing the premium by 43 percent, uh, what is the justification of increasing the premium third party premium by just 10 percent, which is quite woefully inadequate. So we are saying that we strongly oppose to this. We are calling on them to hold on to the implementation for a broader consultation for all of us to agree. We, we are not saying that the, 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 the consumer, uh, the insurance commission have no right to increase. They have, but even that one we have to seek through parliament. And apart from that also, we have to make sure that we all agree and then there is a lot of education before such a, such a, a, a policy can be implemented. You heard the Executive Director of Consumer Protection Agency, Nana Pempe Okujiabo Eduhene. Meanwhile, policy think tank Consumer Unity and Trust Society, CAT International, is urging Parliament to pass a consumer protection law to stem the exploitation of consumers. The think tank... Uh, maintains that the interest of the consumer must remain paramount in the trading arena. Speaking to City Business News, the West Africa Regional Director for CAT International, Pia Kusi Adumakon, said the law is long overdue. 2023, uh, we need to have the consumer protection law. This law, this bill has been there for more than 15 years and it's been back and forth between the Attorney General or AG Department and the Ministry of Trade. I think if there's a time to have the law, the bill part law, this is this year is the right time because uh, this law is going to protect consumers against bad practices of most business. You go to shop to go and buy something, you are threatening on it. Goods sold here are not returnable. Meanwhile, when they see the same multinational firm that is Ghana, when they go to 
But when they are in Kenya or South Africa or in Europe, their shop goods are retained there. So what makes it different that when businesses come to Ghana, they don't want to allow for goods to be returned. All of these things are happening because there are no statutory provisions to protect the consumers. Mr. Adumako also called for the enforcement of the competition laws to regulate unscrupulous price fixing in the market. There's one element of things that we have also not averted our minds about. You know, there's a lot of price fixing. Some businesses, they meet and fix prices. I mean, just last, just towards the end of the year, when the dollar started falling down, most businesses, most forest bureaus in the country decided not to go sell their dollars. So they were kind of hoarding them. Those things were all anti-competitive. They were, what they were trying to do were just to hold, distort the market so that also artificial shortages and then allow the price of the dollar to go up with regard to this. And all of these bad corporate conduct, bad unfair trade, but can be uh, checked if the com- if the competition law is also passed. So this year we require that government passes uh, these two. I mean, Parliament passes these two bills: the consumer protection law and then the fair trade and com- uh, restrictive uh, the competition law, so that businesses and consumers will be able to enjoy and have a better uh, day in green business in Ghana. That was the West Africa Regional Director for Cats International, Apia Kusi Adomako. Now, the Institute for Energy Security, IES, is predicting that consumers will pay more for petroleum products in the first quarter of the year. The IES says the possible rise in the price of fuel on the international market coupled with a further fall of the city will mean Ghanaian consumers will pay more for fuel. Fuel prices shot up astronomically in the third quarter of 2022, but there were marginal declines in the last part of December. Speaking to City Business News, the executive director of the Institute of Energy Security, IES, Nana Muisi VII, said Ghanaians will buy fuel at higher prices if these conditions persist. So the price of fuel on international market rise and the city strength against the US dollar decline, then of course consumers must expect, I would say, another round of bout of price increases. But they may have to raise themselves up for maybe a rise in fuel price and adjust accordingly. As to whether international prices will bode well for consumers is another thing. We are waiting to see how the EU embargo against Russia will impact on oil supply and fuel supply. We are waiting to see what OPEC production levels will be checked at. These will detect and uh, influence international prices. Also, the city strength against the U.S. dollar, uh, one cannot tell what will happen. But we all know that within the first quarter of the year, many traders will want to restock after Christmas. There may be some repatriation of money outside the country that may have some negative impact on our local currency. That was the executive director of the Institute for Energy Security, IES, Nana Mwesi Seventh. Let's now join Gideon Amuiniche of Data Bank for the latest updates on the bonds market. The Ghanaian secondary bond market opened the year with an uninspiring trading session on Tuesday as the bears recorded a total trading volume of 198 million Ghana cities. Investor interest remained focused at the short-term maturities, which form 78% of total volumes traded. The Ditabang Bond Index closed the year open session flat. On upcoming auction, the Ghanaian Treasury will open its 2023 Treasury Bill Office 
with 1.49 billion Ghana cities targets on Friday, 6 January. Proceeds will be used to refinance estimated maturities worth 1.37 billion Ghana cities. That was Gideon Amuniche of Data Bank. Now, finally, on the Interbank Foreign Exchange Market, where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar gained two pesos and is selling at 8 CD 61 pesos. The British pound gained three pesos and is selling at 10 CD 35 pesos. The euro has gained five pesos and is selling at 9 CD 13 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus, the dollar is selling at 12 Ghana CDs. The British pound is selling at 13 CD 50 pesos and the euro is selling at 11 CD 20 pesos. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, World Enterprise Life, your Advantage, Access Bank, Modern Banking, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Michael Ubudu. Thank you for listening. As always, please stay safe. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Boomba. Coming up next is kickoff. The latest from the world of sports. Brought to us by Lecheho. Have you updated your records with Lecheho? Remember that the Ghana card is now the only accepted ID for all financial transactions according to the Bank of Ghana. So you need to update your records with your Ghana card. Find any Lecheho branch near you and do that. You can send a WhatsApp message to 0574065958 or 0302208333. Lecheho, let's improve lives. Ghana Quanting is here. It's time for kickoff. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Morning, it's time for kickoff here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Cranting. In the headlines, the Office of the Special Prosecutor begins investigations against the National Sports Authority and the Gaming Commission of Ghana over corruption-related offences. The Black Galaxy's lineup friendlies against Algeria and Mozambique as part of preparations for the 2022 Chan. And Chelsea take on Manchester City in the Premier League later tonight, live on 97.3 City FM. first story, the Office of the Special Prosecutor has commenced investigations into corruption-related offences against the National Sports Authority and the Gaming Commission of Ghana. This was revealed in the half-yearly report of the USP for activities undertaken between 1st August to 31st December 2022. The NSA has been investigated for contracts awarded to a number of companies for provision of goods and services. In the case of the Gaming Commission of Ghana, the USP suspects corruption-related offences in respect to procurement of an award 
of a contract to TIF Sports Ghana Limited. Moving on, the chairman of the Ghana League Clubs Association, Kudru Fianu, says his outfit will engage the GFA in making prize money for the best power Premier League more attractive. The winner of the 2022-23 league season will take home 300,000 Ghana cities. This amount is 50,000 Ghana cities more than the previous season. In an interview with City Sports, Kudru Fianu believes the Ghana League champions deserve more. Uh, we are making some headway, but I think that we should do a lot more better. I happen to be the chief executive officer of Ashantigo. When we won the league in 2015, the prize money was 50,000 Ghana. And uh, subsequent to that, when uh, uh, Wild Stars won, they were given $40,000. So that is, you see, a huge jump from 80000 to $40,000. Now we are paying close to 200000 or 250000 I'm saying that we are made, making some modest uh, incremental jumps, but we should do better. If we, or compared to what we are uh, paying to individuals when they they, they win the World Cup. After all, this class produce a player. So, attention should go. I think this is another conversation we need to have with the GFA. That we should make the prize money attractive so that every club will strive uh, to win the league. Mm. But I would say that I don't want to give uh, the dog a bad name only to hang it. But, but I'm saying that from 2015, we have seen some incremental jump. But mm. like Oliver Twist, we'll still ask for more. You are the chairman of the Ghana League Clubs Association, Kujo Fianu, speaking there. Moving on, the Black Galaxies have lined up friendly matches against Algeria and Mozambique as part of their preparations for the 2022 Chan. Coach Anna Walker's team will face Algeria at the Nelson Mandela Stadium in Algiers on Saturday, January 7, before playing Mozambique on Tuesday, January 10. The home-based senior national team is scheduled to take on Madagascar in the opening game of the tournament on January 15. Moving on, Ghana defender Tariq Lamptey believes the team has picked up valuable lessons from the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. The Black Stars failed to qualify from the group stages of the tournament after recording just one win from three games played. In an exclusive interview with City Sports, Lamptey says the experiences from the competition will help the team improve in future. I think we have a really good group. Um, everyone's very welcome uh, from my last camp and, and this one is, is especially. Um, we were trying to tight, tight together. Um, I think we worked very well the training but to try and bring out the, the good performances on the pitch. And I think I, I can't name one player that like everyone, everyone was really like, welcome in. We got on really well and um, we really enjoyed being, being in the group together. I think it was a, a really positive and, and good camp. I think we're playing at the, the highest level and it will really make us stronger as a group. The more experiences we have like this, the more and more we play together. And it's just a lesson in good sense for the, the future. And like I said, I think the boys did really well. Obviously, we would like to, to push on and go further for, for us, for the fans, for everyone. But we, we use this experience to, to keep building as a team. We keep working hard on each other and keep trusting each other. And, and hopefully it will stand us in, in good shape for the future. You've had Ghana defender Tariq Lamte speaking exclusively to City Sports. Moving on, Manchester United are in talks with Crystal Palace goalkeeper Jack Butland over a move to Old Trafford. Man United manager Eric Ten Hag needs a number two to David De Gea after Newcastle cut Martin Dubravka's loan period short. Butland has been with Crystal Palace since 2020 but has only made 10 Premier League appearances for the club and has yet to play this season. Moving on, Harry Kane scored two of Tottenham's four second-half goals after they eventually cruised to a Premier League win over Crystal Palace last night. Kane, making his 300th Premier League appearance, had a hand in the next two goals also. First, he found Son Heung-min, who picked up uh, Matt Doherty to slot home. And then he set Son on his way with a long ball before the South Koreans smashed home via deflection to end a 12-match scoreless run for club and country. Tottenham hot head coach Antonio Conte was full of praise for Harry Kane after the game. 
Yeah, but uh, to, to speak about about Harry, I think that uh, we, we, we waste time. We waste time to uh, to explain uh, about the the type of player that uh, yeah. he is. And uh, I repeat, we are talking about a, a really world class striker, and uh, he's going to to beat every record with the goals for us uh, is an important point of reference not only for the goal but also on the pitch and there is uh, with uh, Hugo our captain and uh, especially in the difficult moment Harry uh, stay there you know that uh, he is uh, into the pitch ready to fight ready to help the, the teammates ready to uh, to solve the situation with the uh, with the goals or with the, with the assist yeah, Tottenham boss Antonio Conte speaking there. Another Premier League results last night. Nottingham Forest, he registered their first away win of the season with an all-important 1-0 win against fellow stragglers Southampton. Elsewhere, Leeds United and West Ham United played out a 2-2 draw. There was also a 1-1 draw between Aston Villa and Wolves. Elsewhere, Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola believes his team must be almost perfect from now until the end of the season if they are to catch up with league leaders Arsenal. The defending champions are eight points behind Arsenal and can close the gap to five points with a win against Chelsea later tonight. The way you have to, to reduce the gap is play good and winning games. So it's not for the fact. So they have an average for them. They're going to do 100 or 100, more than 100 points, Arsenal, in the way has done so far. If they continue that way, we will not catch them. So you have to be almost perfect, I would say, to hear from, from, from the fin of the season. I expect that they drop a little bit his performance because yesterday was excellent against Newcastle again. So and we'll see what happens. Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola speaking. The Chelsea boss Graham Porter has also been speaking ahead of the clash with Manchester City later tonight. Well, we have to play well ourselves. Um, that's that's the, the key. And then you have to understand the quality that they have and try to stop it. I mean, it doesn't sound simple when I articulate it now, but it's obviously reality. It's not so straightforward. But um, they're a top team. But we, 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 can, um, we can cause them a problem. We can, we can be ourselves and try to play well and try to put them under pressure. We need to use Stanford Bridge. And then, um, and then, and then see what happens. Well, I think it's it, it, it's been a, a challenge for him. I think, but it's been a challenging period for everybody. Um, you know, there's a lot of change. A lot of things have happened. So, in that regard, it's never easy to to completely completely settle and completely hit the ground running. There's more to come from Raheem, I'm sure, but he gives his best every day, and um, we need to help him help him get to the, the level that we know he can get to. Chelsea boss Graham Potter speaking there. To some Syria news before we go, and Edin Dzeko's thumping header helped Inter Milan edge past Napoli and hand the Syria league leaders their first league defeat of the season. Dzeko met Federico Di Marco's cross to head Inter in front in the 56th minute. Inter keeper Andre Onana denied Iacomo Raspadori late on as Napoli's 11-match winning run in the Syria came to an end. Napoli would have gone eight points clear of second-placed AC Milan with a win, while Inter eight points off the top move forth with their victory. That brings an end to kick off here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Cranting. For more sports news, visit citysportsonline.com. Kickoff was brought to you by the show. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
Bye. 
733. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Sending your messages on 0549-986-996. January 5, 2023. <laughs> birthday messages coming in this one says please wish mrs akosia and chiwa wusu of cargill ghana limited a happy birthday we wish her god's comfort as she observes her late dad one week on saturday from all of us at redemption chin service so that's a message that's coming in huh. i can't believe we at the airport i can't believe she's about to take flight uh, let me send birthday wishes to one of my really, really, really good friends. Somebody I I, I went through let's see with the, the, the highs and the lows. Uh, <laughs> Nisi. We call him Nisi. Okay. If you think you like hip hop, you know, Nisi, <laughs> you haven't met Nisi. <laughs> but professionally though, his name is Dennis Atukwefio. Okay. Uh Mr. Dennis Atukwefio. He's the senior registrar in charge of admissions and graduation. I see. At UPSA. Oh, wow. Now, today's his birthday. Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> Dennis, have a fantastic, fantastic birthday. Uh, too much love, bro. Mm. <laughs> now, for those interested in shuttling between Accra and Dakar... <laughs> Kenya Airways is saying that join them every Monday and Wednesday for those going to Dakar and those coming from Dakar. On Mondays and Wednesdays, they have their great Accra Dakar route. They give you superior service and they have new flights. So enjoy the new comfort and convenience. Now, all of these good things started on December 12, 2022. Kenya Airways, the pride of Africa. Now it's the Imperial Insure and Win promo from now till the end of March 2023. Insure your vehicle with Imperial General Assurance and win handsome rewards. Yes, it's instant. Insure and pick up your reward. Fuel coupons, gift vouchers, special souvenirs, and many more. And here's the big deal Imperial is also giving you a free one year life insurance cover as part of your motor insurance cover. So get it double from Imperial General. Call them today on 0302788955 or 0577667436 or talk to any of their agents across the country for more details. Imperial General Assurance, solid protection. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Music coming from Assem and Kwabna Kwabna. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
one in love And for the one who's found that one and place no one above a few birthday messages coming in. This one says, Please wish my niece a happy birthday. She's Nanama Fusiakon of Bethel Methodist School in Tema. And the message says, I wish her uh, growth and health, intelligent life, and God's blessings. That's coming from Kukwa Arthur of Tema Community 8. <laughs> Joje says we should wish his wife Jennifer Senanu Jage a happy birthday. Interesting from Joje is listening to us all the way in Joje in, in the Vulture region. <laughs> my beloved Joje, okay, yes, 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 yes. And is it further going up the region? No, 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 it's, it's somewhere south. in the south, yeah. Okay. You know, the only constituency. Um, you know, pro- south proper to that is, is the Ketu South constituency. Ooh. And, uh, you know, immediately after Ketu South, if you are going towards who, uh, you go through Georgia. Okay. Uh, Georgia. That's where Bernard Avila comes from. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, Georgia. Uh, we have a very beautiful, you know, nice. uh, culture and people there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, when you're from Georgia, then you move yeah, up, you up, move up, 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 and then you go all the way to the north. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Ujuvaje. That's the story is that the people came from the heavens oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah so they Came descended from, from some rope you know that's the myth uh-huh. that uju you 
So they, you know, they always come to the farms of the locals and take a few things away. And then one day, one day, you know, the farmers or the people, local people decided, that, okay, let's cut the rope. <laughs> so when they cut the rope, they couldn't leave again. They couldn't leave. Uh-huh. So see. the story or the myth around mm-hmm. it or the, the, the legend uh-huh. is that, you know, they, they flew came. and came to land. And because of the cutting of that rope, they, they couldn't, couldn't go, go back. back so and, they stayed. You know, Georgia. Uh-huh. That's one of the, the many stories. I see. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, but the president... We're getting to um, all talk around illegal mining and all the things that have arisen following what the president said. But, um, Richard, you wanted to say something quickly on uh, exactly. the front page of the Ghanaian Times. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, we, we, we during the newspaper review, uh, mm-hmm. there's this big uh, story on the front page of the Ghanaian Times. The biggest story. Yeah, it's actually it's, it's huge. It comes with a photograph of Dr. George uh, Ekufu Dampare, who is the IGP. And it says that 48 alleged terrorists missing police immigration service in blame game over their whereabouts and the story we read to you much earlier uh, the details of the story actually on page uh, 12 of the newspaper and um, maybe for 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 want of emphasis um, and also for clarity, let me just uh, read a few paragraphs of the story mm-hmm. if that's okay and the story is by Kinsley E. Hope and he's reporting from Kumasi. And it says that confusion has erupted over the whereabouts of 48 foreigners who were arrested in connection with alleged terrorism and other fraudulent acts in September last year. Now, while the police claim the suspects were handed over to the Ghana Immigration Service, GIS in Ejisu municipality, to deal with them, the latter insists that the police handled the matter. Now, please source at the Ejisu Divisional Police Command told the Ghanaian Times in a follow-up exercise that the operation to arrest the suspects was carried out by the GIS, which is the Ghana Immigration Service. But the Ejisu Commander of uh, the GIS, Deputy Superintendent of Immigration, mm-hmm. DSI Alfred Niboy Lati, when contacted on phone, also claimed the suspects were dealt with by the police. And there's a quote here that says, please go to the police for whatever information you want because we handed over the suspects to them, unquote, he indicated. Now, it is believed that the suspects had been let loose since there had not been any details of prosecution or repatriation. Mm-hmm. It is recalled that 21 of the suspects were arrested on September 22, while the remaining 27 were arrested on September 24, 2022, in a special operation which story was carried by the Ghanaian Times. They were said to be from uh, Niger, Nigeria, Kenya, and Mali. Now, the arrest was made at Ichem, a community in the Jesu municipality, based on a tip-off. Now, an investigation was focused on whether they had links to any terrorist group. Following recent terrorist acts uh, in some parts, uh, some of the neighboring countries, now, it goes on to say that some of the suspects were placed in police custody at uh, Fumesia, and others at uh, Donina and Ejisu. Now, throwing more light on the incident earlier on, 
It's actually early on. That's how, that's how it's supposed to read. Mm-hmm. But they have written earlier on. Now, the assemblyman for, no, he goes on to tell you about some assemblyman and what, what, what they suspected. I, I don't know whether, uh, basically they said that they were carrying out suspicious activities and then they didn't know what exactly was happening. And, and, and. so basically they said some things there. Now, there is further development on this particular story. Hey. Um, my understanding, since we got off air okay. um, and um, getting some calls through to understand exactly um, what is happening with these 40, 48 alleged terrorists, the fact, as I have been told, is that these are not terrorists or they were not so suspected. But they were herders, okay. so nomadic headsmen who had crossed over into the country and who were feeding or grazing their animals within the enclave we're talking about. And that upon their arrest, they were subsequently repatriated. In other words, they were sent back to their respective nations of origin. So the story that they were alleged terrorists who were arrested by Ghana and who were moved from one custody to the other, which movement has led to their vanishing and that we cannot presently trace them is inaccurate. And that they had been officially repatriated to their respective countries. And that has become the norm in terms of how they deal with these matters, because of their presence, because presence in the 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 area that uh, which communities was creating problems with the locals. Uh, you know, these guys come in with their their rifles in some cases mm-hmm. and, and some other offensive weapons just so they can protect their animals. And also, in some cases, these result in exchange of gunfire and fighting between um, the, the the nomadic headsmen and then. The, the communities hosting hosting their animals. And so the, the correction that the, the institution of state wishes to make um, is that these are not terrorists, as alleged. They are nomadic headsmen mm. who were arrested and who have since been taken out of the country. Okay. And the assurance has been given... Um, from a source who I will not name uh, or we will not name that it will not happen under the watch of the current security architecture Mm -hmm. that people will be arrested in connection with alleged terrorism and they will be sent out of the country without proper due process and prosecution for that okay. matter. If there's something like that, it will be dealt with entirely within our institutional framework and arrangements. May I have questions? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, b- b- before you go... Before you go, wait, wait. Wait, on. Before you go. Okay. <laughs> the second position that, uh, indeed, there's a lot happening around us within the sub-region. Mm-hmm. And that we have noticed, you know, attacks in Burkina Faso, Mali, and recently Togo. And just yesterday I saw on the BBC and CNN a number of people who were shot in the northern part of uh, Burkina. And, and, and it's a story okay. that, that has made the headlines. Uh, but the assurance that is coming in from the institution 
of state, those policing our security, is that, um, yes, they take note of these things. And that is why the various institutions of state continue to work hard to ensure that we are protected and that there are specific structures and measures in place to ensure our safety. They are not sleeping on the job and they will not take decisions that are adverse to our collective and individual security and interest. And in keeping with that, when they noticed that there was a problem in terms of the massive numbers at Afrochella, um, the reason to call off or to not elongate the the celebrations at Afrochella or was it Afro Nation was not exactly that they had picked up intelligence that someone was coming uh, to attack, but they feared there may well be a stampede. So they want to offer some clarification as to what exactly the security situation is within the sub-region uh, in, in Ghana. And then also, quickly, one main point that I picked up um, when we're having this conversation um, is that in connection with uh, the repatriation of non-Ghanaians who find themselves doing all kinds of things in Ghana, um, a number of people will still uh, be repatriated perhaps later this week mm. or in the okay. coming days. Um, these are people who are in the streets begging. Uh, these are people doing all kinds of things in many areas of our national life and which the state fi finds are undesirable. So they are collecting them and sending them back to where they came from. So basically that is a position. So let's allay your fears. These are not alert terrorists who are missing. The state has properly repatriated them to their respective nations of origin. Okay. That's the update I just That's the update yeah. you, you, you received. Yeah. Great. Godfrey. Godfrey, you said I, 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 I take the updates, but I have questions. Okay. Um, you know, because when you read the story this morning, I was also quite concerned. Mm -hmm. You know, 48 electors mm -hmm. to go missing. But my concern has to do with that. I, 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 I take the clarification that mm -hmm. you've... And kudos for making the calls, because... I re realized after the newspaper review, you were pretty agitated mm -hmm. by this. So you were on your phone consistently trying to get some more information on this. So you obviously do have some feedback on that. But perhaps uh, the lack of a paper trail is problematic for me. Okay. Because then this should not have made it to the front page of the Ghanaian Times. The reason why it made it to the front page of the Ghanaian Times is because there have been open questions mm -hmm. raised by the two units on the ground. Mm -hmm. The okay. police in the area, the immigration service in the area, mm. both of them are asking each other, where are the people? Okay. So, if the people have been now described as herders, and they've been sent back, was it done at the national level? Was it done at the regional level? And we need to see a paper trail for this. I, I, I do not want to assume that at this stage in uh, our security setup and our security operations, mm. We just collect the human beings and say, oh, who are you? You are this. Because obviously, some kind mm -hmm. of interrogation would have happened. Mm -hmm. Their names would have been taken down. IDs would have been taken. Photos would have been taken. And then, okay, we now can clearly see that you are not a threat. Mm -hmm. You are a header, as you see. Mm -hmm. So, take your cattle and go back across the border. But once that is done, we need to know from which point that was done. Was it done in a jiso? If it was done in a jiso, there are questions because Ejusu is saying we don't know where they are. And they are quoted us at yesterday saying they don't know where the people are. Immigration in Ejusu also says we don't know where the people are. Go and ask. 
You understand? Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying the paper trail needs to improve. Mm-hmm. It, it's not that clear for me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it should not have happened for it to get to the point where it makes the front page of a national daily mm-hmm. who are also asking questions. And that is why the story is there because the Ghanaian Times reporter who did the story also made calls to check what happened. So uh, I just think the Ghana Immigration Service, mm-hmm. the Ghana police, they need to improve how they keep records of these things because this is not the first incident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, we've gone, I, I do the review, I just mentioned Aisha Juan Kasha, yeah. but that was a big goof. Oh, yeah, it was. That between the Ghana Immigration Service and the Ghana Police Service, we could not detend whichever other body was in there. We could not determine whether one person had fled, mm-hmm. been deported, or repatriated. Three legal phrases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all mean different They all mean different things. Between the three, none of them could tell us what had happened. At a national level. Okay. Then we now have this. And there was also, if you remember, some squabble recently over... Over weed. Yes. The number. The, the number. And that was, that was, again, police <laughs> immigration. <laughs> yes. And then later, NACOP entered. And I think it is NACOP that brought the resolution because they went to report mm-hmm. to the Attorney General that the thing is missing somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they say, hey, go and bring that thing. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that one of... The services had kept 2,000 parcels yeah, yeah, of wheat. 2,000. They, they misallocated. They misallocated the thing. <laughs> no problem. They need to do better at, 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 at this, mm-hmm. you know, so that we can have the confidence. Exactly. Confidence is the most important mm-hmm. thing. And sometimes when stories like this emerge, it makes it look like you don't know what you're doing. Meanwhile, it might not be so. We, I, I, I know a lot of really good professionals in both services. Okay. But when a story like this emerges, it doesn't do the reputation of the services any good that you arrest 48 people. And at the local level where the arrest took place, there's a dispute about the whereabouts of the suspects, one. But at the national level, they are pretty clear on what has happened. So if at a certain level they are aware, why hasn't it trickled down to the local, to the local level order. where the arrest took place and where there is likely to be further arrest because what you're talking about is a cyclical thing. Mm-hmm. If it is headsmen, they come in all the time. Mm-hmm. They won't stop. Okay, it's 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 part of the everyday yeah. life of the people who live in that part of the country. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then if it happens again, the immigration people there, the police people there, will now know how to deal with the matter. Mm-hmm. That, okay, procedure has been established. When you come in, we take your picture or we do this, we do this. We establish who you actually are, whether you are a threat to the security of the country or you are an actual header, as you see. Perhaps give you directions on how you can actually do what you are supposed to do legally mm-hmm. and not pro- be a problem mm-hmm. to the security of the country uh, at the local level. For me, these are the questions, the, the, the concerns that I have. So I, I take the clarification, mm-hmm. but they need to do better. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you uh, largely on the points that you have made. And and you see, when we raise these concerns, the idea is not to, you know, quote and unquote, demonize um, the performance of the various institutions. Of course, there are we have some of the finest people managing security for us, but the reality is also that you know some of the times the optics are not properly managed, and it creates all kinds of problems. For instance, I mean, as to how the story makes it onto the front page, and everybody is, is talking about it, and and questions are being asked. It's 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 it's, it's one thing that we should ask because. If the people on the ground, as Godfrey said, were properly informed as to what was happening, yeah, they wouldn't have the story. Wouldn't have the story. So, what I would urge is that they, at the national level, 
they have a clearer picture as to what exactly happened. It will do all of us a great deal of good if there will be a statement from the relevant authority regarding this particular matter, Mm. detailing what actually happened in connection with this matter so that we can put the matter to rest. Because as it it is, it is public record. Mm -hmm. And people are entitled, both internally and externally, to quote what is on the front page of the Ghanaian Times. So the records must be corrected. We, We have done our part here because we carried the story during the newspaper review segment and, and wrote commentary on it. So the, the, that clarification would have to come from the institution, the relevant institution. I'm not going to name names, but the relevant institutions that know about this matter in total, uh, if I may use that, mm. would have to come out with some clarification so that they can put our minds at rest regarding mm. the security of, of, of our people. It is very, very important very in matters. Important. So listening to the City Breakfast Show, your messages are welcome on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Already have a few people agreeing with you. Thomas Citizen from Amasaman says, I agree with Godfrey. We are supposed to be asking questions, mm-hmm. not from the security apparatus. They should work ha- uh, hand in hand so that these kinds of sensitive pieces of information will not be making the rounds. And speaking of 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 this, um, just also to throw a bit of light on the fact that as citizens we also need to, you know, pay a bit more attention to what is happening. Um, it's good that you you highlighted the security situation we are in, and I think recently um, these conversations have come up. Sometimes we we are a bit um, we are, we are not too much aware of the dangers that are around us. Mm-hmm. Okay, but there's a lot happening in the sub region. At the moment, um, we've had the president talk about this. We've had national security talk about this. We've had police talk about this. And if I think even in some of the in our religious bodies, so you have the churches and the mosques mm-hmm. where they've they've heightened teaching mm-hmm. on how members of these faiths should become a bit more aware of some of the things that are happening. Who enters your community? Where do they come from? Who wants to be your who tenant? Wants be, who wants to be your tenant? Who wants to do what? Especially those on the border towns where people can come in. Which is why I must commend the community, the Ejusu. The Ejusu community. That particular community. I don't know which one, but it's around Ejusu. Because uh, if you follow the story, mm-hmm. uh, they realized that there were certain people amongst them mm-hmm. who were not from there. And mm-hmm. they observed them for a period and then made the decision that, okay, You're doing these people are not people that, that we know. Uh-huh. So they alerted the security services, and the security services moved in. And I, I, I think there, there was something that the National Security Ministry launched. Mm-hmm. Uh, see something. See something. Say something. See something. Say something. Yeah, the education on that needs to be more. Yeah. Okay, because we are in a very, we live in very precarious times right now, particularly on the on, on coastal West Africa. The things that are happening in Burkina Faso uh, and Mali spilling over. Mm-hmm. Into places like Benin, Togo, where we've had some attacks, mm-hmm. uh, we, we we've had the situation in Boko that doesn't seem to go away. The illegal mining issue, because mm-hmm. whether we like it or not, illegal mining does fund the operations of some of these, you know, violent bodies in 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 Burkina Faso. They come in, mine the gold, and go back through there. Uh, there have been there are documentations of how even 
uh, sometimes when a certain level of fertilizer disappears in Ghana, and you know fertilizer is used in bomb making as well, where a certain volume of fertilizer, quantity of fertilizer disappears in Ghana, and then a certain volume of fertilizer appears in another country and is used for something else. All these things are documents that the national security apparatus are aware of. So we as citizens also need to be careful, which is why I'm also saying just taking the opportunity to congratulate the the The, the name the of community. the guy is Daniel Owusu. He is the... Um, Assemblyman. Yeah, the, uh, the community is Akokwa Mon let, let me see. Let me, let me, yeah, let so me, let me look at it properly. Yeah. So uh, this is uh, Echem, uh, okay, a, a community in the Ejesu municipal Pality, mm-hmm. uh, the assemblyman for Akokwa, Akokwa Mai, Achiasi, Echem, uh, electoral area, Daniel Usu. Uh, so the people in this area, mm-hmm. uh, they should keep up the work and they should be an example. Yeah. But what the police and Ghana Immigration Service is not the example we should follow. Yeah. They should do better. That's right. That's right. That's right. Coming up next is uh, tech and social media trends. Brought to us by Cowbank. Cowbank is saying that if you reactivate your Cal account this season, you get more value. You get access to Star 771 hash Calnet and the Cowbank app. Call them on 0800-500-500. Chat with them online. Visit their social media handles and on WhatsApp. Get to them via email customercare at cowbank.net or visit their website cowbank.net. Cowbank forward together. Vodafone is also bringing us tech and social media trends. They've got the Vodafone One Ghana promo. You have 20 minutes talk time and 1 GB of data every day between 5 a.m. and 11.59 a.m. When you... Or with just one Ghana CD. Just dial star 530. Hash to subscribe and enjoy longer conversations and browsing. Vodafone further together. Daniel Cranting is back. It's time for tech and social media trends. Welcome back, Mr. Cranton. Nisan, this is What's the connection between Saudi Arabia and South Africa? For some reason, some people, when they're in Saudi Arabia, they think they're in South Africa. What, what's going on? There? I mean, well, it's one of the issues <laughs> pending. I know you will highlight it, so I'm just reminding <laughs> you. <laughs> it's my segment. <laughs> Very well, proceed. Uh-huh. If you forget something, I'll remind you. Okay. <laughs> I see. Uh, Akonta. Akonta. <laughs> yeah, Akonta. Akonta is trending. Uh-huh. Mm. They say Akonta <laughs> Akonta mining <laughs> They are not part of the galaxy This one is coming from your president He, as says, we speak. he says As we speak uh-huh. Uh-huh. That rider is important uh-huh. so, <laughs> It changes the color of the whole conversation uh-huh. Uh-huh. As we speak uh-huh. Maybe if you finish talking then we'll still start again <laughs> But as we speak. At this moment, at this moment, where we are gathered uh-huh. and having this conversation, they are not doing galamzi very well. Uh-huh. This one is English language. <laughs> if you go and stand somewhere, he has, he has done you easy. Yeah, Akonta mining. You know who owns Akonta mining? Uh, who owns Akonta? His name is Bernard Entrevoisi Aku, aka Chamawuti. Yeah, serious guy. He's the Ashanti Regional Chairman MPP. Our president says they are not doing galamsey mm-hmm. as we speak. 
Yeah. As he was speaking. Yeah, understand. Thank you. Yeah. People that are referencing hashtag in clearing agents. Dave Chappelle is also trendy. Mm. Yeah. Supposed to have a show later today. Yeah. Was looking forward to attending. But yesterday they said they stopped selling the tickets. Hey. Mm. They said no media allowed to. Yeah. I see. It's very exclusive. So if you've got some, thank your stars. Yeah. Dave Chappelle in Ghana. Top comedian. <laughs> top top guy. I like him. Pan. Yeah, Tesla is also in the trends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ah, this guy be you. Let me tell you this story. This man be he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. He's in California. Ah, he puts his wife mm-hmm. and his two children inside his Tesla. Mm-hmm. They went to drive off a cliff. Oh, intentionally. Oh, how? Hoping Luckily, to achieve what? Hoping to achieve what we don't know. Luckily, nobody is hit. Jump Nobody. off a, cl- off a cliff. Off a cliff. Yeah. Serious, okay. two hundred and fifty feet high. She uh, I think he hit the floor. And nothing happened to anybody. Nothing happened to anybody. So right now he's in trouble. Oh well, yeah, of course. That's, that's attempted murder. Yes, I mean charges heavy. <laughs> the guy. I mean, uh, some no. people. <laughs> they went off the bend. You are there, no. I don't, I don't get, like you put your family in there and you drive off. Yeah, it. I mean, but what you want to go? Yeah, but. Anyway. I don't understand why people do some things like that. Oh, Sky Jordan, are you scratching heat? Oh, Charlie, what happened yesterday? They gave them four pali pali. That's that. They gave them four easy. But oh, so it's a fact. They say, they say, they oh, say, it's a fact. That one did you collect it? Oh, in second half. <laughs> yeah. A half time, it was goalless. So they thought, oh, things would be uh-huh. uh-huh. full time, funny, cheap. The resurgence of Tottenham. I mean, what happened? Why are they blaming Jordan? Oh, something happened in the game. Uh-huh. Jordan go ball. Mm-hmm. What done in the home? Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. He moved the ball small. Mm-hmm. Some his teammate B was free. Mm-hmm. But Jordan too saw the pole. So Jordan tried to shoot. And then and then, he, and, then uh, the and then what happened? What happened to the ball? His teammates. Blasting. Blasting. I need to pass. I need to pass. Ah. But when Jordan gives assist, you don't you say yeah, he's a striker, he's supposed to score. Well, who pole? He has seen the pole, he shouldn't shoot. It happens to everybody. But was the, 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 the teammate in a better position? Oh, he was in a very good position. But Jordan too was in a good no, position. No, no, no. Was he in a better position? Oh, yes. He was <laughs> okay. in a better position. Ah, so, the, the, you know, the, 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 the better view mm-hmm. is that he ought to have released that, mm-hmm. that, that calling. Yeah, but you see, that's one in hindsight. If Jordan had scored, nobody mm-hmm. would have said anything. Because it was a good chance for Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jordan, my age, man, and I should give it to you to kind of score free. When you score free, too, I didn't say it's your goal. Then nobody would mention my name. <laughs> Talking about Jordan, you keep shooting, don't mind them. <laughs> keep shooting, forget everybody. But I think I found the South Africa and Saudi Arabia. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, the man is conveniently avoiding that matter. I don't know what his interest is. In so, so, apparently, I don't know how true it was, uh, okay. But apparently, quotes have been attributed to Cristiano Ronaldo, mm. oh, I see, who said, It is not the end of my career to come to South Africa. <laughs> This was what he who, who said. Who is that Which of the Ronaldo? It's Chris Barrett. That's a clarity. You see, let me. Before you finish the quote, but as he said, it is not the end of my career to mm-hmm. come to South Africa. These things happen. He said. Uh, so no, no, wait, wait. So you, mean you are that. going for you see sky. You are going stars. for that much money, and you find yourself in a certain country, uh-huh. which from part of the contract you signed, and you didn't know where you were. 
Sky, the initials for South Africa is what? S-E. The initials for Saudi Arabia is what? Remember they would do that. I was confused. He was just like, he was like, he was tired. He was tired. The guy reached the airport, no, they dragged him. Oh, don't do that to Cristiano. When you go to South Africa, the things they wear, is it not different from what he was? He cried, I just 7 million. 7 million amount to Aji. 7 million. So, that's like social media trends. Brought to us by Cowbank and Vodafone. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Welcome back. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Now, if you love to enjoy your tea, coffee, Gary Silkins, Mashki, and all of that, then I recommend Creamy Plus Evaporated Milk. Has essential vitamins, has vegetable fat, which is gentle on the stomach. So people like me, mm-hmm. you know, we can take it and not have any issues. Yeah. Find Creamy Plus in your neighborhood. In all golf shops, Bachelor's Hotel, and other supermarkets. If you want to buy in bulk, you can contact Les Farm Distributors. Amadina Race Junction on 0501682522. Or Grace has found us at Akoko Photo in Dansoman on 0245162747. What's the best way to mm-hmm. do soakings, Gary Soakings with Creamy Plus? The best way to do it. Gary, you mix everything. So, Gary. Gary. Peanut or uh, groundnut, uh-huh. and then what? A little bit of salt. Hey, sugar. salt too. Yes, a little bit of sugar and some yeah, ice, cubes. Sugar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ice cubes. Ice cubes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you now pour the, you know, the, the creamy plaster on the thing before you add water uh-huh. to and the ice cubes in the soakings. Hey, if the, you, the, the garlic is not chewable enough for you. <laughs> no, 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 if you add ice cubes to it, it's a different flavor, my guy. No, 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 no. That one, Charlie. But uh, you are using ice water already. No, no, you added ice cubes. Charlie, it's a different flavor. You try it. I was with you until you added the salt and then the um, cut here. Oh, no, no, Charlie. 
you, you when you go home today, you let let. Uh, I will not do anything, massa. I will not do, <laughs> do anything, this, well, this thing. Why do you people put in Katia in the soakings? Why did you not? Why? But people do it. That is the etiquette. The etiquette of who designed who designed that etiquette? The Ghanaian people. The in Katia and soakings. Yes. If there is no Katia in the soakings, there is no soakings. Why? What is the milk for? Adam, <laughs> the, the milk provides its own flavor. You know, when you add miniki to it, we call it miniki. It's too early in the morning. Tell me read messages with this, this guy is talking about. Uh, Sky, answer the question. Answer wait, this question. Wait, 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 answer wait, the following questions. Ah, the okay, questions. Give me the four questions. Uh-huh, it Kwa, good morning from uh-huh. Sakumono. Uh-huh. Uh, he says there are still more questions than answers. Mm-hmm. And he says, Sky, mm-hmm. there are still more questions than answers. Okay. Where were the headers coming from? Uh-huh. How come they are of different nationalities? Uh-huh. If they were truly repatriated, what happened to their animals? Uh-huh. That's an important question. Uh-huh. <laughs> and as Godfrey said, where is the paper trail? Uh-huh. And then Sam is also asking, he says, Ejisu is not a border town. How did the headsmen get that far yeah. inland? Okay. okay, so that's from Spintex Road. Okay. But like I said, we are hoping to hear from the institutions uh-huh. later on in the day officially. Uh-huh. Albert Mabelinki, good morning. He says, you need to add the milk to the water first. Okay. Let the milk soak the gary first. Okay. It adds to the taste. Then break some King's Bike chocolate uh-huh. into it. Thank you. Oh, child, is What is this? Look, you know that if you, if, if you, it has been scientifically proven that when you add chocolate to gary, it sucks your blood. <laughs> I have written it. I have written it. I did this research. I did this research myself. How are you adding? How are you adding chocolate to Gary? People are adding, adding Milo. So people had Milo. People put Milo in the soakings. Then they add in Katia. How do you have Milo in Katia milk or King's Bite? So you have in Katia King's Bite. Milk, creamy plus, creamy, uh, creamy plus, yes, uh-huh. salt, uh-huh. sugar, uh-huh. in the same concoction. <laughs> this in moderation. So, <laughs> chop. <laughs> well, I'm sure later today there'll be a conversation around food again, right? Apparently, they have nicknamed the three wise men. <laughs> they say, Gary, Gano, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, the three G's, the three G's, and then and S. Let me leave it. The president says what? Uh-huh. What data? What is he saying? We'll, we'll get to that in a second, though. But I need to make this quick announcement. Okay. I need to make this quick announcement that uh, this morning at the West Wing or the UPSC Auditorium, okay. there's a Constitution Day public lecture, and okay. it's organized by the UPSA Law School, okay. and it's part of the One Ghana Lecture Series. One Ghana. Uh, David Ofosu Dote, okay. who's uh, Chairman A B and David Africa, he will be speaking on the 1992 Constitution, mm-hmm. a fundamental, um, a, f- a fundamental law for our prosperity, or a well-crafted guide for our economic doom. Mm-hmm. Interesting topic. The 1992 Constitution, a fundamental law for our prosperity or a well-crafted guide for our economic doom. And wow. it's happening this morning at the UPSA Auditorium on the okay. UPSA campus. Uh, David Fosudote will be speaking. Right. And that, that is the, the, the title, really. 
the main point of the lecture and uh, City FM, City TV, we are media partners. So, uh, just after the breakfast show, City Breakfast Show at 10, we'll be crossing over for that particular one. Well, before we go to the president, Godfrey, just a final note on the soakings bit. I just got a message. Okay. And the person says, if you eat soakings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with salt and in katia, mm-hmm. you won't go back. What did the American know? No, they say if you try, you won't go back. Care, you, you know what, Godfrey, You know what? Uh-huh. You, you try it. Try the thing. And see. No, if no, no, you don't like it, then you can move on. You see? Somebody, somebody whose credentials in this matter... Cannot be matched. Uh-huh. Has questioned your credentials. Who, who is the person? Larry Alatogwe. <laughs> he says you did not attend boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> he says you, he no, you did not attend school. No, no, that is true. <laughs> that is he says true. the soakings that you described, it shows that you did not attend school. <laughs> so boarding school. So oh, Larry, you say what? You say what? Makola type. Gary soakings be this. No, is it because of the New Year resolutions I've made? I will, you will not I, deal with that. I will ignore Larry on this part. <laughs> <laughs> you do with this privacy. <laughs> What's the name of the school? Is it Bihaku? Bobu. Bobu. Yes, yes Bobu. Good <laughs> to all members of the Bobu. Yes. The president now he has said or mm-hmm. um, has jumped to the defense of Akunta Mining Company Limited. Now he says the firm is not engaged in illegal mining. Okay. okay. Now, what is the backdrop? Now, okay. for those who don't know, Akuta Mining is owned by Bernard Entribui Siaku, who's popularly called Chairman Utumi, who's the Ashanti Regional Chairman of the NPP. Mm-hmm. Now, the mining company had been in the news for mining in the town of Nimri Forest Reserve in the Western Region without legal backing or legal authority to do so. The president was in Kofredia yesterday. He was speaking at the 28th National and 16th Biennial Congress of the National Union of the Ghana Catholic Diocesan Priest Association. Mm-hmm. And he said the firm was not involved in any wrongdoing. Before I take my seat, let me respond briefly to the chairperson on the issue of illegal mining. I want to assure him and all of you that Akunta Mining is not engaged in any illegal mining anywhere in Ghana as we speak. Further, the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources has, through the agency of the Forestry Commission, with the assistance of the military, made the effort to cordon off all 294 sites of forest reserves in the country and rid them of illegal mining as we speak. We will continue to work to ensure that this situation remains permanent. This government is determined to win the fight against Galamse no matter the cost in effort. So that was the president, Nanado Dankwe Kufadu, speaking at speaking at the Congress of the National Union of Ghana Catholic Diocesan Priests Association in Kofridia. 
The Lands and Natural Resources Minister, Samuel Abdullah Jinapo, has also been speaking. And he sides with the president's statements. And uh, these are his thoughts on what the president said. While you traveled west, the boss, the president, traveled east. He was in Kofurida today and he made a statement that is um, appears to be running contrary to what you said to us in September about the activities of Akuntam Mine. He said Akuntam Mine is not engaging in illegal mining activities as he speaks. Um, I know you were not with him, you were not with him, but you would of course have the brief. Is the president saying that what you said at the time was wrong or there's fresh information that he's sharing with us? <laughs> well, I've just been speaking to some of your colleagues in the media and if you permit me, in all humility and modesty, I am a bit perplexed and surprised as to the interpretations which have been put on the president's uh, statement. And, and even from the rendition you have just given, I, I find it very difficult to understand how anybody can suggest that that is at variance with what I said earlier. First of all, it is not at variance with what I said earlier. Secondly, the president was not commenting on my statement. Thirdly, the president was not commenting on what happened. Not at all. The president went to Kofoludia to speak to the Ghana Diocesan Priest Association. The association, Catholic priest, I mean, Ghana Catholic Priest Diocesan, Ghana Catholic Diocesan Priest Association. They had their, they had their biennial conference in Kofoludia. And when he went, they put a specific issue before him which relates to Akunta Mining's activities. And the president, in responding, gave them the assurance that as he speaks, Akunta Mining was not engaged in any illegal mining activities in a forest reserve in Ghana. And, and went further to say that, under his instruction, the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources had actually called on off the 294 forest reserves in our country and put in place measures to prevent them from attack from illegal mining activities. So what the president was talking about was the state of affairs as of today, which is that Akonta Mining is not engaged in any illegal mining activities as of today, and then went further to give an account or a report of the state of affairs relating to our forest reserves as it relates to illegal mining activities. So the president was not talking about whether Akonta Mining had been engaged in illegal mining in the past or they had not been engaged in illegal mining in the past or what happened in the past. He was responding to a specific issue about the state of our forest reserves vis-à-vis the activities of Akunta mining. He was giving that assurance that they are not involved in illegal mining activities as he spoke at the time. So how can that be said to be contradicting me or exonerating Akunta mining or coming to the conclusion that Akunta mining had not been engaged in any wrongdoing? That was not the issue the president was speaking to. Okay. What about issues of prejudice? If the special prosecutor is engaging in investigations, there's a petition that has been brought to the IGP to investigate this matter, and the president comes out to say what he said, you are the lawyer. It would not prejudice the work of these two investigators in any way, you think? But he was not speaking about the investigation, and he was not speaking about the activities of Akunta mining in the past. No. If the president has said, for example, that Akunta mining has, has never in, been engaged in illegal mining activities, or Akunta mining did not engage in illegal mining activities, then 
the president, you could say, is making prejudicial statements. But he's talking about the state of affairs today. And in fact, if the, the priest had not mentioned Akunta mining specifically, and they had gone ahead to speak about the state of our forests as they relate to illegal mining, the president would have responded without mentioning Akunta mining, without talking about Akunta mining. He would have gone ahead and made a statement that we have cordoned off our 295 forest reserves. We put in measures in place to uh, prevent any attack of these forest reserves by illegal miners. And that would have ended there. Okay. He mentioned Akunta mining because the priest mentioned Akunta It wasn't mining. the priest. It was actually, it was actually no, the chairman. It was the chairman of the program uh, who happens to be the convener of the media coalition against Galamse and Kenashikbe. He was the one who actually made the comment and which comment the president responded to. No, no, let, no. Me, let me just... No, but uh, the point I'm making is that it was a, a comment made at this... Yes, I'm saying that, yes. You kept saying the priest yes. made... I'm just correcting well, that fine. it was... I, mean, I, I, I appreciate that. I yes. thank you for that. Mm. Yeah, I thank So, you. so it's fine. So, so, so it's, it's understood now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I'm not surprised that Ken is... Uh, the one who made this point, because I know he's very passionate about these things, rightly so. But the point I'm making to you is that the president was speaking about the state of affairs as it relates to our forces and as it relates to whether or not, <clears throat> excuse me, whether or not Akunta mining is involved in legal mining activities in forces today. He was giving the assurance that they are not. In other words, if, if there were any at all, as Jimmy would have admitted in it at all, he can assure the gathering that as we speak today, there's no such illegal mining activities being perpetrated by Kuta mining or any other outfit for that matter. So that was the Lands and Natural Resources Minister, Samuel Abdullahi Jinapo. He was speaking to Marius Andamadu on Eyewitness News. So, so I, I think those two comments are quite clear. If you go to citynewsroom.com, for example, there is another story that says Dr. Ken Ashibe is not happy at all with what the president said. And I think we even have um, his voice. So let's listen to Ken Ashibe, Dr. Ken Ashibe. He's the convener of the media coalition against illegal mining. The uh, convener of the media coalition against illegal mining. And he's not happy. He's not enthused at all. Um, over the position of the government. The president, so when he refers to the, the chairman, that, this is he referring to me. I was the chairman of the occasion. So when I had to do my, uh, give my uh, opening remarks as chairman, in my closing, I said I would not miss the opportunity of having the president there with the bishops, uh, the Catholic bishops also there, because the bishops' conference had agreed with us, the media coalition and other partners, to uh, rein in uh, the director of Akunta Mining for the illegal mining. Uh, it was based on, uh, you know, the, the, the statement you succinctly read, and then also some uh, media work that had been done, and then some reportage that had been in the media about the clash, if you remember, between the Akunta Mining uh, workers and the people of Tamambor, when they prevented Akunta Mining from entering the forest to do... Uh, uh, you know, this illegal money. And, uh, Sandra, also after the, uh, the ministry issued that statement, the Minerals Commission, which is the independent regulatory body responsible for issuing licenses, also collaborated, uh, the statement made by, uh, the, 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 the ministry. And so, and uh, the, the other interesting part is that 
uh, we know that the special prosecutor is going to investigate these issues. I'm, I'm, I'm again listening to the president. The way he says that Akota mining is not involved in any illegal mining as we speak. The president might be right because maybe Akota mining have left the tunnel memory for it is left. But the question we should be asking the president is that was Akonta mining in the forest reserves sometime last year? And we know crime has no time bar. So that I, am, I was not saying, when I asked the president, I was not saying to him. So that was Dr. Kenashibe, convener of the Media Coalition Against Illegal Mining. We'll, we'll listen to the other half of that interview in a few minutes but we have to do your money now your money is brought to you by cbg cbg we stand with you on a thursday morning it's another serving of your money. Richard has the tip for this morning. Okay, so you know, times are really hard, right? Yes. And uh, we are all trying to save the very little that we have. Although we still will spend, we should cut back on how much we are spending. Now, one of the ways to do that is to look closely at how much you are spending on unused subscriptions. Unused subscriptions. So, for instance, there are many people listening to us presently, who are on YouTube subscription, who are on Facebook subscription, who are on Netflix subscription, Mm -hmm. all kinds of subscriptions, which they are not using anyway. So every month, deductions get made from your bank account to these uh, and sent to these, um, what you call it, sites and, and service providers. You are losing money, and yet you are not sitting at home or anywhere watching the movies or the documentaries or these services that they provide. You assume that, oh, at some point I would need them, so (laughs) I will watch them. But you're not using them. So our tip for you this morning is to go back into your systems. Look closely at all the subscriptions that you made last year or the year before, which are still running, but which you are not finding any use for, and cancel them. Because the moment you do, you are saving money for some other purposes. Mm. Don't lose money this year. There's a lot happening in the economy, and we are running broke. Mm. So save money. It will help you tomorrow. Great. That was your money. Brought to you by CBG. CBG, we stand with you. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. listening to the city breakfast show we'll get back to matters surrounding a counter mining company in a bit but are you getting good insights from your data for decision making join the data analytics revolution and empower your team to work smart save time and deliver insights from data using the world's most powerful business tools 
Microsoft Excel and Power BI. Finex Skills Hub is offering hands-on practical training to corporates and individuals in Excel for work data analytics and financial modeling to help improve your productivity at the office. Register now via finexskillshub.com or call 0244-782356 to sign up for our corporate and individual training sessions. Finex Skills Hub, learn, connect, grow. Losing a loved one stops you in your tracks and leaves you shaking and in these trying times you can count on the Lashibi Funeral Homes and Crematorium. They've got 21 years of experience so they know what they are doing and they'll give you great services from the moment your loved one passes right through to the burial or cremation and funeral reception. You can call them on 0509-542-409 or email info at lashibifuneralhomes.com. You can also visit lashibifuneralhomes.com for more info. Lashibi Funeral Homes and Crematorium Dignity for the Deceased, Comfort for the Bereaved. Heritage Christian Colleges at Amasaman behind the Olympic Stadium is affiliated to KNUST, accredited by GTEC. We've got BBA programs, BS Information Technology, Bachelor of Theology, tutorials for professional programs, media and IT short courses. They also have hostel facilities, and you can enter using your WASI, ABCE, GBCE, um, HND diploma, top up, or mature 25 years or above. Contact them on 0547-777-731 or 0202-298-399 or dial star 789-star-300 hash to purchase an online serial number or apply at hcuc.edu.gh. There's a 50% tuition waiver for all January 2023 fresh students. Heritage Christian College offering world-class university education and training compassionate entrepreneurial leaders. All right, let's get back to the interview Dr. Ken Ashby granted. City News on his thoughts on government's position on the activities of the Akunta Mining Company. While that's happening, you can still send us your messages on 0549-986-996. So let's get back to hearing from Dr. Kenashibe. The Akunta Mining were involved in uh, illegal mining as we speak. Uh, I would also give the president the benefit of the doubt that maybe me being uh, commander-in-chief might have some information. Then he better share that evidence with us. Because we also have evidence to the contrary that in uh, last year, in 2022, our content mining were in the forest, some of them mining, uh, you know, tangible, whether mining or prospecting illegally, because they do not have alliances. And that has been corroborated, you know, by the minister and the, 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 the Minerals Commission. So definitely there was an illegality uh, in 2022. I am not saying that an illegality as we speak. So when the president is talking about as we speak, I don't know that. And then my, for me, my difficulty is that what does that happen? What does that do? You know, to the investigation that the special prosecutor is, you know, embarking upon. You know, and so that, that for me is the, uh, the difficulty. And I'm sure from the steering committee, um, the, let, the petition we sent to the IDP, and I just noticed yesterday that we are in a very January 3rd, 2022, supposed to be 2022. We had copied the, the president. We are yet to deliver the, the copy to the president and other people. We are definitely going to deliver that letter to the president. And I'm sure we would also be asking the president if he has any evidence to the contrary. 
and you say that Akodama anywhere not in that forest reserve last year and not as we speak. It will be good that he pointed it out to us so that all of us together, you know, can fight to ensure that we eradicate the conquer that faces us as we speak. So, it is a view then that there's a possibility that we are misunderstanding the president's comment and that maybe when he uses the phrase, as we speak, he's referencing today, 4th January 2023, and that it means a mining is not, but it is possible that a mining was. Yes. I, I, I think that, you know, because I was sitting there and he said it, and now and then I have listened to it again, and I remember one of the, the priests saying that he, if we listen to the context they're saying, you're saying as we speak. Maybe that might be what it is, but the president, it would be good to play my voice, because I, I refer to what had happened at the Catholic Bishops' Conference had also made a representation on the fact that Akonta Mining Limited was involved in an illegal, uh, an illegal operation, as said by the minister in, in the uh, September press release, and collaborated by the Minerals Commission in the October press release of uh, the Minerals Commission. So what we are referring to is not as we speak, which is the 4th of January 2023. We are referring to activities that took place in 2022. Interesting. So you do not think that this will prejudice the investigation you are asking the IGP to conduct in any way, and also it will not affect the OSP's work? I, I can't say I do not. I, I hope not. I, I really hope not. And uh, if you ask me, I would have wished that had not been said. But I hope that you know the, the IGP will be listening to the president and the president saying as we speak. And the OSP will also be listening to the president as we speak. They should go back and investigate the activities that happened in 2022 so far as mining were concerned. They should go back and look at what uh, the police were there to separate the people of Tamaboy and the, the workers of uh, mining when mining wanted to enter into the forest. Were they going to the forest to go and pick snails? Or what, what were they going to harvest from, uh, from herbs? Definitely they involved in mining. That's what they had gone in there. Either prospecting or going to mine itself. That is an illegality because they did not have the license uh, to be able to do that. So it will be important that the OSP continues with this work. We are expecting that the IGP will invite us and let us discuss, you know, that kind of happened. And the IGP will go ahead and make sure that they do an investigation. And our call basically was an arrest of the, 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 the officials of Akuta Mining and an investigation. We are not even saying that, you know, uh, you know, they should go ahead and then uh, jail them. All we are saying is that they should then, they, we should definitely go through the, the, the process of the law because there was ample evidence based on the, the, the and we believe that the minister would not have issued that statement, you know, out of jest. It would definitely be based on, uh, you know, some investigation, preliminary investigations that they have done. Bear in mind, the minister is a lawyer as well, and so he would not just have issued that. And also, uh, you know, there's an independent regulator. Regulators are supposed to be independent of policymakers, independent of we uh, consumers and, uh, you know, and citizens. And so the independent uh, uh, regulator, which is the Minerals Commission, also then came out and issued a statement. And then we also have other evidence to show that Akonta Mining were actually in that, in, in that forest. And I'm giving you an example of the class that happened between them and the people of uh, uh, Boy. And so definitely our hope is that the OSP and the IGP would go back and look at the 2022 incident that happened, not as we speak. 
So that was uh, Dr. Kenashibe, convener of the Media Coalition Against Illegal Mining. So at least now, it's quite clear. We've heard from who, and we know who said what, at what time. <laughs> Is it that um, an alle- Ken made an allegation there, Mr. Ashibe, that Akunta Mining was still involved in illegal mining mm-hmm. in the Tano Nimiri Forest Reserve? Which would, in my estimation, then warrant, because we've had this question, and that wasn't it, mm-hmm. which would perhaps then have warranted the context of the president's answer and the response that, and the explanation that has come from Mr. Jenapo, mm-hmm. Jenapo, that the president basically was giving an update on the current situation, which is that as we speak, in all forest reserves in the country, there is no illegal mining going on. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. But Ken's question was not that <laughs> was, um, was not an allegation no. that as we, Mr. President, I tell you that Akunta, Sky, you got the point I'm making. Yeah, Akunta right. mining is in the town of Nimiri. Basically, what he has been pursuing with the media coalition is a process, an investigation that leads to some conclusions that everybody can follow. Mm-hmm. Based on the previous incident, mm-hmm. so I'm a bit flamoxed <laughs> by the the push for us to understand what he said as being the the context of it being as he stood there at that mm-hmm. moment. Akunta mining is not involved in A, B, C, and D. My next question would be, would he be able to provide an update on every mining company in this country? Whether they are involved in mining legally or illegally? If a question is to be asked, so if I say, Nathan, are mining? Are they mining legally or illegally? He should be able to tell me. Because as at that moment, he obviously seems briefed on the activities of all the mining companies. That is also an inference that can be made justifiably. You understand where I'm coming yeah, from? I get it. Which is why a lot of those who heard it first, their initial reaction was, okay, yesterday OSP said there is an ongoing mm-hmm. investigation on the matter. Police investigations are also ongoing. They are not concluded. So why are we hearing the president say that on the matter of Akunta mining, they are not involved in legal mining. The immediate as we, as we speak, but nobody would hear the as we speak. Everybody will hear that Akunta mining, Akunta mining is, not, is not involved. Okay, so the the and for me the small issue I have, and I've raised this on this platform before. You see, there, there's a very strong impact. Of the president's rhetoric on public opinion. And a lot of times, it, it, they seem to miss that. So he mm-hmm. says things and it has to be explained. Is that the effect he was looking for? I'm just asking. Now, yesterday, when he answered, the day he spoke, is that the, this, this situation that we have now, is that the effect he was looking for? Because if indeed he's speaking to the current situation rather than that, what we all said, then that is fine. But everybody outside of his circles, 
You see, and that's the thing. When and that is why there's been the president. When a president speaks at that level, what he says must be clear. You see, because it is not everybody who will have Mr. Jinapo available to explain that. Oh, the president was not saying this. Oh, he was saying that. But to the larger populace who have heard this and comprehended it, very few have come out to say they felt the president was addressing the matter of the current state of Akonta. As the minute that he was standing there, the very moment that he was standing there, he could tell us that Akonta was not involved in anything illegal, which is justifiable. Because then he would have been briefed. But then I'm also saying the next question somebody will ask you then is if you have that briefing on Akonta. Then you must have a briefing on the activities of every single mining company at that time and what they do. Because then the question is, why are you briefed on Akonte and not everybody else? But the questions that were being asked of you was not on what Akonta is doing. Is Akonta awake or asleep at 5 a.m.? Are they awake or asleep at 7 p.m.? That is not what they were asking for. They are asking about the link between Akonta and that incident, which we've had state entities comment on. And there's a Trail, digital trail of it. Press statements from Mr. Jinapo's office himself on the matter when it happened. So, for me, they need to come again. Okay? Because what it does is, whether intentional or not, the interpretation is, mm-hmm. for a lot of people, why are you getting ahead of the OSP and the police? Could your response not have been, it is being investigated? Simple. It's yeah. the matter's an investigation. Yeah. I am confident in the institutions because this is a president who has always said that <laughs> the institutions are strong. Are strong, yes. So simply just repose more confidence in the institutions. That the institutions are spoken, especially when one had spoken just the day before or recently. Let me put it that way. Maybe he would have been he would have been made aware of this a lot earlier than we would have been, right? So why then come out and say? That's in that. That's what I'm saying. That I I, I I can understand the explanation that has been given, mm. and the intention, and also. But if you look at the the situation, the from a bigger picture, it, it cannot be that the president is telling us that as I am speaking to you now. So okay, when he sits in his car and leaves, what, what, uh, what's the state? What's the state of Akunta mining at that time? Yeah, what's the state of Akunta mining after he? You, you understand? Yeah. That means every time I meet the president, I should be able to ask you, Mr. President, Akunta mining, are they doing illegal mining or not? Now, mm-hmm. it, it might sound a bit ridiculous, but that is the context of the explanation they are giving us. I get you. Which is why it is unacceptable. You cannot tell us that. Okay, so everybody's everybody's expectation was okay. Simply say, OSP is investigating, yes. police is investigating. Yes. When they are done, we will hear from them. But to say, as I speak, that means you have a briefing, because the president always gets briefed, as you are standing there. But the question, because he addressed Ken, <laughs> Ken's <laughs> question was not, Mr. President, no, 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 as no. you are standing he here, to, to know. as you are standing here, uh, it's, I, I'm telling you that Akunta is mining now, in the town of Nimiri. That wasn't what Ken asked. The president, I'm not saying so, but I'm just trying to make sense of the response. And finally, on this matter, I don't want to spend too much time on it. You see, again, on the impact of the president's rhetoric on public opinion, mm-hmm. I honestly think a lot more can be done to help him. 
in that space. Okay. We've had a lot of incidents where officers have to come out and explain <laughs> what the president said to the general public. I, I, presidential speeches or responses are matters of public record. They will be kept in archives. 15, 20 years from now, when Kiona enters a library somewhere and reads a presidential speech that the president delivered, it will not come attached to Kojo Ponkrumah's explanation. Or footnote. Or footnote that, that. Kojo Ponkrumah was on City News saying that the, the haircut means principal and not interest or means this and not that what the next generation that comes will see is the original and they will interpret it as such so they need to do a bit better because this is not the first time we work in the media <laughs> the people who listen in this country know what i'm talking about this situation where a lot of time the president speaks monday tuesday we have to call somebody to explain because it looks like he didn't say what he said or he didn't mean what he meant. And so it has to be explained to us. It, it needs to improve. I don't think that is how that situation is supposed to work. Sky, mm-hmm. you have worked with speeches for far longer than I have. In places far bigger than I have. <laughs> but that is not how it's supposed to work. You see, there will be people who will misunderstand it. That is fine. But when you are speaking to people, the large percentage of them you, you, must be able to listen uh, yeah. And understand clearly, yes, yes. this is what you mean. A, B, C, D. Especially because presidents dictate policy. Mm-hmm. You want to leave very little for, 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 for ambiguity. ambiguity. For those who want to deliberately misunderstand, that's a different that's story. Business. But don't leave us all... Flamox. Yes, and, uh, hey, what is he saying? What exactly. So now every time the president speaks, we have to call Jinapo. We have to call Kujo Ponkroma. We have to call Ayanabu Nitiwu. We have to call... National Security Minister, we have to call somebody to explain what the president said, which is not on. Mm-hmm. What the president says is what that, the president says. It, Simple. It's, it's done. That is how it's supposed to be. So on this Akunta matter, well, he says Assad now. I, I don't know what the situation is now. What is the situation? Now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so I, 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 I don't mind illegal. Especially when, especially when the lands minister says that uh, whatever it is, confused. The president says mm-hmm. will not hamper the work of the OSP. And I think it's saying that even highlights how how ambiguous whatever the president said yesterday is. Yeah, you see, so that's why the rule, and for those who, who pay attention to uh, presidential speeches and uh, high-profile speeches, the rule is that scripted. When you script it, you have a clear idea what you want to communicate, how to communicate it, the desired impact you want it to have. At least you would have descended before you go making the statement. The tone in which you want to say it, all of these things... Are rehearsed before you go public with it, and 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 that is where you know other countries have gotten to in terms of communicating because markets react to things like this. Mm-hmm. Perceptions shift mm-hmm. as a result of what is said, and and the impact on the economy can be dire in many cases, and that's why many scholars and experts had problems with Donald Trump. Who gets up in the morning, sends out a tweet, <laughs> and you know the market is in a turmoil as a result of what he said or what he has not said. And his presidential spokespersons had a lot of, 
you know, you know, problem trying to rationalize or explain what he, he put out anytime he went public with a tweet or said something somewhere. So that model is, is not what we should be copying. Um, I, I note from what the president said that I, th- I think he was speaking and then at the tail end of his speech, he decided to respond to what the chairman had said. Yeah. And clearly, the president, Igba, if the idea was to communicate the situation at the time that he was speaking, then he, he, it was a presidential full power, I, I would say. The reason being that, as Godfrey stated, the context is what matters here. What was the chairman re, re, re referring to? Yes. Or what was he asking? The exactly. Yes. That a number of state institutions, the ministry responsible for lands and natural resources, the national, uh, national, uh, the minerals commission, and some other institutions had found that there had been acts that appeared to constitute a breach of our mining rules and laws. And these matters are being investigated. The OSP is looking into the aspect having to do with corruption and related acts. You know, so their mandate deals with only the corruption-related acts of it, which is that, oh, is it true that someone from within a contaminating mining had gone to grease the palms of some state officials in order that they may engage in an, uh, an act that some have called an act of illegality. That's one side of it, and which is the mandate of the OSP. They are dealing with that. And yesterday we saw this report, which highlights the fact that they are still conducting investigations into that matter. The other side of the matter is the criminal aspect of it. Of course, the OSP side is also criminal. The, the, the one dealing with the alleged criminal act of going into a forest reserve without the necessary authority to mine, which the police are investigating. So these are two separate matters. And the suggestion is not that what a contaminant mining was doing is a continuum. In other words, that it had not, it has not ceased, or at the time the president was speaking, the act complained about had not ceased as Godfrey was trying to explain. So, if we get the context right, then the presidential response that we got, clearly, is, is, is not fitting. It does not fit the, 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 the questions raised by, um, you know, Ken Ashibe. His, his point was that, in the past, there had been some acts allegedly done by Akonta Mining, which acts had been complained about mm-hmm. by they, the people talking at that time, uh, the, the, the coalition, but complained about by the ministry and then also the Minerals Commission and some other institutions. And those matters are now subject of investigation. Mm-hmm. So if investigations are currently ongoing, I think the least we expected who was a president going to make a comment that creates um, a nebulous you know, if you like, um, how do you call it? it? Creates a huge uncertainty as to whether he was speaking in defense of Akonta mining or he was speaking in defense of the institutions that are looking into the matter. As Godfrey said, if you were going to speak on this matter, then there has to be clarity. 
Yes, I note your concerns on this matter. It is the case that a number of institutions of state, and I'm talking about the OSP and the police, have commenced, commenced investigations into these matters. In due course, there will be a firm position by the police and the OSP regarding exactly what happened. And as appropriate and as the law would permit, the right steps will be taken to bring this matter to justice. That, 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 yeah, that's what I mean. To send a signal that we are committed to ABCD. If they are not found culpable, it's another matter. But when you create the impression that, oh, as we speak, dear, they are not dealing with illegal mining. I think um, there may have been a presidential full, full bar there, with all the, the respects that uh, I can I can extend to the president on this matter. And perhaps, you know, going forward, there should be a better way of communicating presidential positions like that. And if you want to, res you know, respond off the cuff, at least script something on your speech and, 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 and stick to that. We'll get into day four of our effective living series. On the City Breakfast Show, on City TV as well. But Aska Immigration Consulting Services, they are committed to being your source of information, your personal advisor and authorized rep in all matters concerning immigration to Canada. Find them at the One Airport Square, Airport City, Accra, adjacent Holiday Inn Hotel. You can call 0506-012289 or 0241-318890 or 0595-449054. Send them an email, welcome at askiaimmigration.com. Get them on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Askia Immigration Consulting Services, the joy of greatness for your journey to Canada. And we'll be giving you day four of the Effective Living series. Today we are talking emerging sexual and reproductive concerns. Bernard Avla will be speaking to Dr. Promise Sefoga. That will be happening in a bit. But remember that the um, Effective Living series is brought to us by Enterprise. And Enterprise Insurance has their motto insurance promo. It's different this year. Simply buy or renew your motor insurance with Enterprise and win instant gifts such as fuel coupons, branded gift items, and qualify for the monthly raffle draws with amazing rewards. You get to win an iPhone 14, washing machine, high-pressure car washer, vacuum cleaner, auto tire inflator, and the final month, a premium crotch rocket motorbike is to be won. Call your insurance broker or agent or visit any enterprise branch for your motor insurance. Get free fuel coupons and be the possible winner of these amazing rewards in our monthly raffle draws between January and June. Now, the promo is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas Lottery platform. T's and C's apply. Enterprise, your advantage. We'll take a very quick break. When we come back, it's day four of the Effective Living Series on the City Breakfast Show. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
welcome to day four of the effective living series 2023 brought to us by enterprise insurance today bernard avla is speaking to dr promise sefogan he's a consultant obstetrician gynecologist and fertility specialist at the shape healthcare medical center and they are talking about emerging sexual and reproductive concerns. Amazing conversation. That will be of great benefit to you and your health. So let's get into day four of the Effective Living Series 2023. The topic is emerging sexual and reproductive concerns. Welcome to another edition of your Effective Living Series. This is your 2023 Starter Pack. It's on CTFM and CTTV. This week we're focusing on physical preparation for the year. We've spoken about dieting and food. Today we want to look at emerging issues in sexual and reproductive health. And who else do we have but our favorite Ops and Gynae consultant, Dr. Promise Sefoga. He is a consultant specialist at Shape Healthcare. He's also a senior lecturer at the University of Ghana Medical School. And he is also part of the faculty of the Ghana College of Physicians and Surgeons. Dr. Sefoga, Happy New Year. Welcome. Yeah, Happy New Year. Thank you and great to be back here. You are, you are a big man. <laughs> Today we want to jump straight in because last year this topic was very, very interesting. So mm. what are some of the key emerging sexual and productive health concerns? Well, yeah, so um, of late, the, the main ones coming up which are of concern are increasingly the issues of um, sexual disorders, mm-hmm. most particularly pain, mm. pain during sex, mm-hmm. which, you know, has a very direct impact on the quality of the sexual experience. Mm-hmm. And then that would then erode all the potential benefits of having a good sexual intimacy, mm-hmm. you know. And then the other one is the menstrual disorders, mm. the menstrual pain, irregular menses, hormonal imbalances, and then the good old issue of uh, male and female infertility, okay. which continues to be a headache, particularly for our women, mm-hmm. causing a lot of psychological, emotional distress. Mm-hmm. And uh, the impact appears to be worsening particularly on the women, mm. you know. Mm. So sexual disorders, mm. um, menstrual disorders, and then reproductive challenges. Yeah. Why are they of concern? Is it like, is, is it getting bigger? Why? Is it getting more complicated? It, it, well, we at the clinical end, and of course with a bit of public health concern, are seeing more, mm. which means it is likely a lot more people are developing it, or a lot more people are able to talk about it now, a lot more able to seek help. Mm-hmm. And so it's good that we educate a bit more, mm-hmm. you know, knowledge is power, mm-hmm. so that people get to know, okay, what I'm experiencing, this is the potential cause. I need to solve it through A, B, or C, mm-hmm. so I don't develop the complication, D or E, you know. Mm-hmm. Are there any, so do people... Do people need to keep having sex with all these challenges? Like, Charlie, what's, what's the point? <laughs> you, know, you, you spoke about pain yeah. during sexual yeah. encounters. Yeah. So that, that makes it, like, why do I even bother? Mm. From where you sit? Yes, yes. So the straightforward answer is an emphatic yes. Okay. Yes, 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 and yes. Mm. Because quite apart from the primary aim, which most people may think is for procreation, mm. uh, sexual intimacy has a huge 
load of health and wellness, including psycho-emotional benefits. You know, um, and which is why we need to address the pain and the cause of the pain, just so that we make the experience holistic, pleasurable, just so the individuals, particularly the women, can derive the, the benefit. For instance, good sexual experience, when you have good sex, mm -hmm. that leads to orgasm, mm -hmm. at least two of that a week. <clears throat> has been found through uh, scientific research to even limit the risk of some medical disorders by mm. 50%. Seriously? Yes. Two times a week? Yes, two times a week. You are calling like a prescription. You know, and obviously the more the better. People are updating their notes <laughs> and making their resolutions. <laughs> you know, and so Charlie. it has a tendency to boost your immunity. Forgive. You know, and that's how your body is able to stand up to infections mm. and be able to protect itself. Mm. It enhances your mood, mm. you know, and so issues of handling stress become better. You're able, mm. It's a way of slashing your stress. Wow. And it's a good physical exercise. Mm -hmm. And for the woman, we have found that it helps to strengthen what we call the pelvic floor. You know, when women reach a certain age, the female hormone we call estrogen, which makes the woman woman, gives them the curves and the things we all admire. The level of estrogen begins to go down. But during sexual activity, the body generates a bit more. And that keeps the woman looking younger mm -hmm. than she actually is. Mm -hmm. And it helps to tone the pelvic floor. So issues of um, uh, urinary incontinence, where the woman is not really able to control urine at a certain age, or in some cases, the uterus and the vagina begins to prolapse, stick out. These things are minimized with good, adequate quality sexual experience. If you are falling sick a lot, check your sexual <laughs> life. That's the whole <laughs> story. I'm sure people will say, Doctor, speak more. Preach, preach, preach. Yes, you know. You know? Yeah. So, um, so you, you said something about pain during sexual intercourse. Mm. And I, I guess this is predominant for the women. Yes. Does it also affect men? Men... In a very small minority, and okay. they hardly report it, yeah. except it is unbearable. Men don't report anything. They hardly do they? they you know, yeah, they try to bear everything. Well, exactly, you know. So in women, so the pain during sexual intercourse is of two main types. Mm -hmm. Either a woman would experience the pain in the vagina, mm -hmm. so we describe that as superficial, mm -hmm. or she feels the pain in the lower abdomen. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. And so, depending on where the pain is and the likely causes, those in the vagina are mostly due to some vaginal infections, mm -hmm. you know. And so, this may come with some vaginal itching or not, some unusual vaginal discharge or not, some unpleasant vaginal smell mm -hmm. or not. Mm. Of course, women in their menopause have a bit more of dryness in the vagina, which mm -hmm. is related to the estrogen I spoke about. Mm -hmm. Because the estrogen is, again, what helps the vagina to get well lubricated. So mm -hmm. in the menopausal years, the levels go down. Mm -hmm. And so if there is pain, we have to find a way of dealing with that, just mm -hmm. so they also have good sexual experience to derive the benefits mm -hmm. um, there are. Mm -hmm. And of course, some of our young women have excessively dry vagina, mm -hmm. uh -huh. even during sex. They are able to lubricate well. Mm -hmm. And then that makes the sexual experience mm -hmm. unpleasant. Okay. Just a quick question around menopause and also adolescence. Mm. I heard somebody say that because of diet, young girls are maturing quicker. Mm. But also, it could also mean that the onset of menopause also changes. Yes. Are there any sort of historical trends we can work with to say, on average, 
um, puberty sets in much earlier mm. and menopause comes in much later or earlier. Is there any information? Yeah, that? I mean, scientifically, mm. so you know, the, the girl child is born with a preset number of eggs in the ovaries. Mm -hmm. So the woman, the little baby girl, comes with about 450,000 to half a million eggs. And then they are all resting until she attains puberty. Mm -hmm. And the puberty is when she starts ovulating. Mm -hmm. So every month, 10 to 20 of these eggs begin to develop. Then one of them begins to dominate, because the dominant one. And then that gets released as an egg, with intention that the body is ready to get pregnant and carry. Uh -huh. So the remaining go wasted. The next month, another 10 to 20 begin that journey. Uh -huh. So that happens throughout the reproductive life mm -hmm. of a woman. Mm -hmm. And so if now we are seeing our young girls attaining puberty way younger, around nine years. It means that a lot more eggs are... So you're going to finish the eggs earlier. way earlier. So the, the waiting too long to give birth may mean the quality of your eggs may be lower. Quality and the quantity. Mm. Yes, mm. you know, and ironically, this is also the time we are seeing a lot of the women deferring childbirth mm. until later on. So actually, nature and biology is actually saying have kids earlier, if possible, yes. if you can manage it. Earlier than later. Because you are stronger, the quality of eggs are better, so you actually have healthier kids. Yeah, and you are healthier as a person to embark on a pregnancy, so the pregnancy journey is a lot healthier. Wow. Now, the longer you wait, like you said, the air quality, the quantity, getting pregnant becomes a challenge. Mm. The pregnancy gets a lot more stormy. All the medical complications, high blood pressure, diabetes, they all complicate the pregnancy. Mm. And the risk of having the baby preterm is higher. The risk of babies forming, not forming well, they all get, they go, they go get uh, higher. Mm. But so the thing is, the children now are... You know, they, they don't go through so much physical stresses, which is why their bodies are maturing way early. Uh-huh. Typically, we say from bedroom to bathroom to breakfast, air conditioning car to school, pick you bar. So the hustle that our, our contemporaries and people that are us went through, that you have so much to, to strive for to survive. You have to wake up, go fetch water, go to the farm, do this. So your body, your brain is a lot more focused on how to survive than saying, oh, I'm ready. So reproductive function can develop now. Huh? That's the main reason. Interesting. Yeah, that's a transition. We have to explore this. This is the Effective Living Series. This is our first week, and our guest is Dr. Promisefoga. We're talking reproductive and sexual health issues that are emerging. We have laid a foundation. My first point, you can summarize your first point, make love, not war. Basically, more sex is good for psychological, sociological, all kinds of reasons, but you also need information. Now, let's get into some of the conditions you mentioned. So you said dysmenorrhea, irregular menses. So painful menses, irregular menses, big yes. issue. Yes. Can I elaborate a bit on that? So even just before that, mm -hmm. I forgot to touch on the causes of Pain yeah. during sex, Sorry. the second type, which is the yeah. deeper one, yeah. which the pain is felt in the lower abdomen. Yeah, not so that's what we call the deeper dyspareunia. And so two important causes of that. Mm. One of them is called endometriosis. Mm. Okay? You can try saying that after. Endometriosis. Again. Endometriosis. Good student. Mm. <laughs> endometriosis. So endometriosis basically is an abnormal presence of the cells that are supposed to be within the inside of the womb, mm. outside. Oh, uh -huh. 
So they are programmed to be there, mm -hmm. develop, and get shed during the menstrual period. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, so due to so many, they go outside. They develop outside. Endometriosis. Endometriosis. Okay. Okay. So they can be found on top of the tube, on top of the ovary, on the body of the uterus. Instead outside. of being inside. Instead of being exclusively inside here. And that causes pain. It causes pain because these cells are programmed to bleed every month. Oh my God. So wherever they are, they are going to bleed. And blood irritates the tissues. Mm. So the woman has endometriosis outside. Mm. And so anytime she's developing the menstruum, the blood to flow out, some of it is flowing outside. Sometimes it's even within the wall of the womb. And that mm. one is called adenomyosis. Mm. And as a result of that, some of the bleeding goes into the muscle mm. and causes a lot of pain mm. during the menses. And then these would also cause pain during sexual intercourse because mm -hmm. anytime there's a penetration, the penis is touching the tip of the, the, the womb, we call the cervix, it causes a bit of movement and that causes a lot of pain. Mm. So that's the second cause. That's, a, that's the second let's, cause. Let's deal with dysmenorrhea mm. and irregular menses. Yeah. Sounds very wild. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so dysmenorrhea basically refers to mm. pain that is associated with the menstruation. Mm -hmm. And whilst we know that nearly one in two women were found in our sub-Saharan African region to have endometriosis, about 48%, mm. dysmenorrhea can affect nearly 80% of women. Wow. You know, and a lot of women have just grown with a mentality that it's normal to feel pain during your menses. That has a good side so that you don't have them coming to the clinic every month to seek treatment but the bad side is that some of the dysmenorrhea is due to very significant medical causes that would need to be addressed mm. earlier rather than mm. later mm. for example endometriosis can cause intense dysmenorrhea wow okay and the pain here would even start before the, the period begins to flow out wow. and some of that bleeding accumulates around the ovary here mm -hmm. and forms what we call an ovarian cyst mm. with bleeding inside wow you know so it becomes like a balloon here each time the woman is having her menses some of the blood is accumulating there each time some is accumulating so it begins to form a balloon with old blood and so we call it chocolate cyst because when we tap and drain it out it looks like a chocolate like a, a mellow drink wow uh -huh. So these things are treatable. They are treatable mm. because if they don't get treated, the endometriosis in particular also has been found to increase the woman's risk of developing ovarian cancer in the future. So not every pain during menses should be... Oh, let me change the question. If you have pain, check. Yes. Don't, don't assume it's normal. Exactly. Because it could be pointed something It's good else. to get checked. What about irregular menses? What's that? So irregular menses refer to the situation where either you are not seeing your menses every 28 to 35 days or you are seeing your menses like twice in a month mm. or you are seeing your menses every once in three months mm -hmm. or once in six months anything that is outside the normal range mm. or the pattern of the bleeding is lasting for way too long mm. or too little What's the problem with all of those things you've said? All of those could be telling us that there's a problem with either the ovaries where your eggs are coming from and where the female hormones mm. are produced from. Mm -hmm. So that if a woman does not ovulate, mm -hmm. 
you know when your cycle begins the, the period begins today that's the beginning of your cycle if you have a regular 28 day cycle which majority of women do have by the 14th day you're supposed to be releasing the egg and 14 days after that once there is no fertilization you're supposed to see your period and so anything short of that or at most by 35 days would mean that most likely you are not ovulating and the commonest cause of anovulation is what we call polycystic ovarian syndrome Oy. where the woman has so many tiny tiny cysts you see these tiny tiny black things mm -hmm. so they are supposed to be there every man like i said a number will start growing the one gets bigger and then releases the egg but then somebody who has this condition they are so tiny and plenty none of them really gets to mature to release the egg mm. and so you are not ovulating mm. and as a result there's a whole host of hormonal imbalances and this woman with this type of ovary also begins to produce a lot more of male hormones Ooh. and so these male hormones will cause them to develop acne cause the woman to have beard you know a few days ago i saw a woman who, when she took off the mask the beard is more than mine you can wow. you see what i mean uh -huh. so a lot of a lot of male hormone male hormone because of some of because these of things. this and they are a lot more hairy they have some skin changes and then they tend to put on weight typically around the trunk uh-huh and then is that treatable so you trace that to something like polycystic, polycystic ovarian uh, something syndrome yes so then what would bring you to treatment most of the time is because they are unable to conceive yes and then you use that to then then use that trace it to back yes so which means that a lot of this is some of these things are clues to much deeper problems yes so you don't ignore the sign you don't you talk to somebody because this pcos for instance mm. also becomes a risk factor for the woman developing diabetes in the future cancer of the inside of the uterus because if you don't shed it regularly the thickening piles up mm. and then increase the risk of cancer and then cholesterol related problems mm. in the future is this the same as female hormonal imbalances or those yes so it's related to it okay so the, the the leading cause of the hormonal imbalance is the polycystic ovarian syndrome and it messes up the woman's cycles mm. reproductive function including fertility okay mm. what about vaginal and pelvic infections so like we said the normal vagina has been designed to have acidic ph to be acidic in nature <coughs> okay so there are certain times in the menstrual cycle where the level of the acid goes down a little bit but once we are interfering with the vagina we lose the acidity and acidity is maintained by the presence of different types of organisms so if you change the acidity or you reduce it that protection that the acid presence offers is done away with then some of these natural organisms begin to multiply then that becomes a vaginal infection the commonest is the candida we we, we see where there is a whitish milky or cheesy kind of discharge mm. and goes through a lot of itching okay definitely telling us that there's an overgrowth of that type of organism we call candida mm. And then the other one, it could be the bacteria which are growing and the discharge will now become yellowish and have a very unpleasant smell. Wow. And the normal vagina has some discharge. It is usually colorless to just cloudy, nothing thick. It doesn't have any smell. And it is not so much to wet your underpants. 
anything other than this is suspicious. Uh -huh. mm. And the thing about them is, if we don't get reported and treated early enough, that infection from the vagina goes up, goes inside the uterus, down the tubes, into the pelvis, and becomes a pelvic infection. And then, in half of women who have that, there may not be any symptoms. But it is damaging your tubes. It's eating up the lining of the tubes, like this carpet. The carpet you see a carpet that gets eroded, becomes like a, a bald hair. Uh huh. So the benefits of the hair-like things inside the tube to push the eggs, we lose that benefit. Mm. Then the tube cannot function in helping the woman to conceive. So a lot of very, very serious things being spoken about on the Effective Living Series. My guest, Dr. Promisefoga from the Ship Healthcare. He is a specialist. Uh, fertility, infertility, and he's helping us to understand some of the emerging issues in sexual and reproductive health. Let's come now to what we'll look at as the infertility. Mm. It's a big topic. We have just 10 minutes to go, so let's jump right in. Yeah. So, what are some of the key issues with infertility with men and women? Mm. How do we deal mm. with them? I mean, so like we said, infertility basically means that a couple is not able to achieve pregnancy mm -hmm. after they've been together for up to a year. Mm -hmm. But of course, if the woman in that couple is already 35 years, we don't define it based on one year, six months. Just so that by six months, having not been able to conceive, you need to seek help. Let's start looking for the possible causes. Right. And the major issue with infertility is the... Is becoming increasingly associated with a lot of psychological, emotional stress, mm. mostly for the women. Mm. Whilst in effect, every three couple that are suffering infertility, one of them, the problem is solely having to do with the man. Mm. And in fact, we have even seen that nearly one of every two couples is the man. Okay? Another one of them, exclusively the woman, the third one is from here, from here, combined causes. Right, but the women tend to be at the receiving end of all the psychological, emotional trouble with it. Some research we did recently: the women are hardly even able to go for social gatherings because she said, "When we go out, we sit at a table. Somebody will say, oh, my child is now in this class; is going to this school.' This person says, same I don't have one. I can't say. I come back and I cry. Mm. You know, so social isolation, a lot of depression, and and um." severe depression to the extent that some are even contemplating suicide wow. and why should that happen yeah. because society has somewhat conferred some kind of cultural diplomatic immunity on the men mm. so we don't really so talk half about half of the cost is probably men yes in the man's case what are some of the possible reasons why the so the male fertility function revolves around the sperm mm -hmm. so the sperm has to be good in number Mm -hmm. You know, what the sperm is a living thing inside the semen. The semen is the fluid. Mm -hmm. So every one mil of that fluid must contain at least 20 million of the tadpoles when you look down the microscope. Uh -huh. So some people come and you see, and it's very low, 2 million, 1 million, 800. Wow. That's zero, a low sperm count. Low sperm count or, mm -hmm. or azospermia, zero. It's just fluid with no living sperm. Is that related to heredity or the way they live? Or how does a person not produce sperm? Yeah, <laughs> I, I like how you've put it, yes. How does it put it? So there are certain causes. Some may be natural. Some may be due to some infection the young boy had when he was way younger. And that those viruses went to destroy the testes mm. or 
uh, when some men as a result of lifestyle a lot of alcohol a lot of smoking or they work in a lot of heat environment you know the scrotum is hanging outside the body because the almighty wants the sperms to be formed when the temperature is a little lower than the normal body temperature so if you work in a very heated environment sitting for so long long distance driving or those who work in factories with a lot of heat or uh, you wear very tight and dark black underpants which squeezes the thing onto your you body you're just not helping yourself you're basically cooking you the need thing more air exactly so you can manufacture more stress <laughs> you know are you listening to me cameraman every time tight brother no good <laughs> You know, those are some of the causes, and of course, the diet and the stress-related mm. things. Mm. And so, when the couple are unable to conceive, mm. it's important that we see both of them. Mm. We investigate the two, yeah. see what the problem is, mm. and there is always a solution. Is there a case where it's just incompatibility? The man produces enough sperm, he has everything. The woman has the regular eggs, but it's like the two of them something that doesn't work. together yes it's so possible. that is the unexplained infertility okay. where everything appears normal and that's when interventions like the in vitro okay. fertilization would come in mm. we'll put a woman on medication so instead of just developing one egg mm. we have multiple eggs okay then we take the eggs out when they are matured yeah. take the sperm and then fertilize it together and it works to form the pregnancy yes mm. so if we have 10 20 eggs we fertilize all of them grow them in a human incubator for three to five days a few of them may not develop well the best ones stay there then we take one two or three and put back in the womb and then she gets pregnant I have a, co a colleague who was born like that Yes. Oh, we have a and lot I of. I think she's a pretty normal person. Yeah, of course, very much normal. <laughs> so, very so, much yeah. normal. So, so what about the women one? We have just a few minutes. So, on the male side is the sperm. Yes. But on the women's side, what are the possible? On the women's side, then the causes include commonly mm. fibroids. Ooh. Fibroids are the enemy for the big womb. and bad. Yes, you know, some are so big that they virtually occupy the inside of the uterus mm. where the pregnancy is supposed to be some put pressure on the tube mm. and some will just be causing excessive bleeding some fight the baby I, yes that's if the pregnancy happens to squeeze stuff around there they, they don't get enough space sometimes the baby's come if the head unfortunately gets locked there the head comes like you know the fibroid is just <laughs> yes and then so if it's due to fibroids some of the fibroids can still enable i mean you can still have some and be able to conceive and have your pregnancy and deliver some just make it difficult so when you come and we do all the investigating we think that yours is as a result of the fibroid then there's a place to remove the fibroids and then the pregnancy come the largest other cause in our environment is the tubal factor where mostly as a result of previous pelvic infection there has been infections that have damaged the tubes so the tubes are blocked and as a result, they can't allow the egg to travel through in order to get the sperm to meet them fertilized. So tubal factor. A lot of time, like I said, pelvic infections that were not responded, you had it, you didn't get it treated, or somebody had unsafe pregnancy termination when they were way younger. They didn't have any good antibiotic cover. Infection stays there for so long, messes up the tube. Fortunately, some were able to flush it open. Some they do not get open in which case we need to do the function of the tube by fertilizing the eggs mm. in the laboratory what we call the IVF again how do people get in touch with you there's a lot more we could have covered we don't mm. have time mm. how can we get in touch for more of this yes so mm. at shape healthcare we are Latibio Koshi 
a specialist comprehensive medical center where all these investigations can be done, both male, female, young, old, figure out what the problems are, mm. and then the solution can be preferred. Wow. Yeah. We've been talking about emerging issues in sexual and reproductive health with Dr. Promise Sefoka of SHIP, healthcare as a consultant, op gynae and fertility specialist, and is also a lecturer, senior lecturer at UGMS and faculty member of the Ghana College of Physicians and Surgeons. Look, there's a lot more to touch on. We don't have enough time. We hope you can join us again for another conversation much later in the year. Thank you for watching. My name is Bernard Avler. We'll be with you next time. Bye-bye. Four of our effective living series. The first week is almost done, and it's all part of the physical preparations for 2023. You heard Bernard Avlet speaking to Dr. Promise Sefoga. a consultant, obstetrician, gynecologist, and fertility specialist with the Shape Healthcare Medical Center. And they were talking about emerging sexual and reproductive concerns. And if you want to get in touch with Dr. Sefoga, you can give him a call on 020-630-1297. 020-630-1297. And the Effective Living Series is brought to you by Enterprise. Enterprise Insurance, Enterprise is your advantage. And Hallmark Freight and Logistics, Ghana Limited. on the City Breakfast Show we'll wrap up week one and we'll conclude the conversations on the physical preparation for 2023 week two we'll be talking about the emotional and mental health imperatives for 2023 and then the third week we get into professional priorities for 2023 and then in the final week we talk about the financial foundations for 2023 the Effective Living Series is live Every morning on the City Breakfast Show at 9 a.m. and on Breakfast Daily on City TV at 9.30 a.m.
And like I said, it's sponsored by Enterprise Insurance and Hallmark Freight and Logistics Ghana Limited. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Let's go through some of your messages that have come in on the number 0549-986-996. Jones uh, from Lash says, good morning. I'm sh- I was shocked. Uh, let's even, I was shocked tomorrow. Let's even assume without admitting that Akunja is operating legally. Does it have to come from the president? Uh, such pronouncements have the tendency to embolden illegality and rather cripple the institutions that have carried out the investigation. Considering the huge amounts of taxpayers sunk, taxpayers' money sunk into this galaxy money, and with statements like this coming from the president, it's just unfortunate. Um, why didn't the lands and minerals minister tell which press? Uh, okay, tell which pres- Okay, it's a bit complicated. Can I ask if Alja mining was is mining as we speak? Okay, so that's a question I was asking as well. These politicians. Will eventually bring the country to its knees. Um, <laughs> this one says, honestly, the president is asking us if he has shares in this mining company because everyone in this country knows that uh, it is alleged that this country, uh, this Akunta mining, is engaged in legal mining activity. That is from Dan Silman. Uh, Nathan and the team, is there a statute of limitation on crime, specifically legal mining? Okay, Emma from Adenta. Uh, as of now, uh, Akwenta mining is not doing illegal mining. Does that mean their sins have been forgiven? So then let's release all jail criminals because they have all repented. <laughs> okay. Senegal, you feel from jail. Good morning, Nathan and team. When you are too powerful to be told the truth, you become a naked king. The president is out of touch with some of the realities on the ground. Uh, the, this illegal mining fight, we have a long way to go. Uh, from Zalix Dwayne in London. This one says, I don't have a problem with the president's statement because I don't. Didn't expect anything different. Our problems with the people who clap their hands 
for him. Society of hypocrisy. That's why we are where we are. Very upset, David, this morning. Uh, Kaswa, top down, redeemer. He was, he's asking, so those who were clapping, what were they clapping for? That's the first to the audio yeah, that was played. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I had <laughs> yeah, you asked me the same question. Okay. Uh, a few more. Uh, Kweku uh, says the enthusiasm and body language of the president while speaking about this raises eyebrows. The responsible leader should be telling us the truth about Akunta mining, not the president trying to clear it without proper investigation. It is demoralizing to the people fighting Gallup. So I'll a couple of messages as well on this, you know, based mm-hmm. on the conversation we had yeah. earlier about this and uh, the, the couple of messages that also said, well, the president was addressing the matter of Akunta mining activities in forest reserves. And so he was saying that as he speaks, they are not mining in forest reserves. Well, I'm saying, okay, well, if that is your understanding of it, that's also fine. I mean. Yeah, but, but you see, that's not the issue. Because that the context determines everything. <laughs> the question is, what question did the examiner set? So when the examiner sets a question and says, using decided cases and relevant legal authorities, explain A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. The premise is stated. So what's the premise? The premise it's is that, aha, uh-huh, and what are you relating to? A particular matter. Mm-hmm. You understand? So that is why the examiners will first of all tell you that, okay, so you first of all have to define what it is that you are dealing with. And then now you engage the rules that you are, that are needed and principles. Then you now analyze and then you come to, you know, a conclusion as to A, B, C, D that you are doing. So what did Mr. Shibe say? He said that the allegation is that this person had done illegal mining in the forest reserve A, B, C, D. And then there is some investigation going on. There should be prosecution, blah, 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 blah. If it is determined that the people have done A, B, C, D. So without quoting the man general, this is the, the, the government of what he's, he said is, is thought to have said. So if the president is responding to that, we should not be hearing, oh, <laughs> presently yeah that's no no i mean because that's to fight the issue you understand you, you no not at all it's it's uh, no 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 the people should not seek to justify what the president said president that uh, for that one let's let's get it clear yes if they have taken some measures to ensure that as we speak the forest reserves have been cordoned off and all of that. He should say that in very clear words. The president is a, law- is a lawyer, a celebrated lawyer at that. And so he knows the impact of words. And, and, and if he's using them, he must have a desired, you know, effect yeah, in mind. I ask, like, what exactly was he looking to achieve? Yeah, you know, so it's, and people should not justify this matter. That's why I said earlier that whether someone is committing an illegality is a matter for the courts to determine. Yeah. At this level, it remains an allegation and the institutions of state are dealing with it. If there is proper conviction, then we can say that indeed the company and its directors were involved in A, B, C, D. That conviction, we've not seen that yet. So for now, it remains an allegation. But when the president is dealing with it, there should be some tact and not give off the impression that you know, because this guy is from the Ashanti region and is the Ashanti regional chairman of the party and all that and all that. There's a presidential effort to, to, to apply the brush of whitewash 
I mean, really, it's it's it, it doesn't give the right by a vibe, and and with the greatest respect to the president, this one was 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 okay. off the mark. Let me take that and a couple more of the Sukins. Yes, yes. Tafamba. Yes. From Passa says the president uh, is confusing him, and Joseph was asking a question. I asked, why must someone always explain what the president says publicly? Um, okay, Constant K says I I. Made soakings with a pinch of salt, milk, and enkatia uh, for the wife, and she's a disciple of the recipe now. Okay. Hey, <laughs> Godfrey, no, repeat that point. He says she's a disciple now. Uh-huh. Re- disciple a pinch of, of salt. Yes. Gary. Uh-huh. Milk and katia. Thank you. Okay. Now this is a full set. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let me finish. Yeah, I've seen something for you. So uh-huh. We should be had coconut chippings. Thank you. Are you coconut chippings? No, no, me, I they use a fresh coconut. You they go them. You know they drop them inside. So if you do it... <laughs> so, not the aquinator. <laughs> it's a soft one. No? So, no, the hard one. That's the aquinator. Yes, or copra. So, if you put one for the mouth inside, you give a pro. So, you are soaking and soaking. Okay. That's why we have been living on. That's why it says, suck blood power. Yes, that's what happens. My research... Ice cream cry we add. Okay, he says, the person is going to find a picture. The, the Milo makes it dirty soakings. Tony from Agape Ablekuma says, What does Godfrey say? Soaking without peanuts is incomplete. Thank you. Uh, guys, about the guy soaking recipe, another queen ingredient is Cerelac. A lot of people are afraid that something will happen to their stomach. No, it's, 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 it's a it's 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 a mighty by itself. Fortified. is for children between the ages of one and sixty. Children between the ages of one and sixty. Sure. So, so like so warm, listen, everybody warm, falls within the warm, if you are like, a, a, so after like sixty me. after sixty <laughs> so you are too old for cellular. Like. But for children between one and sixty What is the universal definition of children? Cellular. Like. <laughs> <laughs> one and sixty. Ah, but you pa in a born. Hey, you are competing in a market with your kids. That's all I know. If you can buy the strip of ten, <laughs> if the kid eat one, and then you eat one. <laughs> eat one. Look, there is no better than just as I like that. I tell you, no wonder people wake up and they are fighting with the kids. Who did you want here? I don't know. Who did you say that because I was looking for the cellar. Guess what? That is where my issue is. This one, Jonas from Wisconsin. Hey, girlfriend, so this without granite on campus was called Jalabia. It is too raw <laughs> and without shape or form. But add granite and a small calculated amount of salt. Thank you. And you have salvation. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Salt. So, so you add sugar. No, no, you add some sugar. I mean, for those who eat sugar. Okay. You add some sugar. And you see, but some, a, I know some people add honey. Yeah, that's right. So there's some delicate taste that emerges out of a combination of salt and sugar and sugar and soakings yeah and it gives it some sophistication that is i don't know maybe science would have to explain it my brother it's is... orgasmic it's a serious matter 
It's my you should try it. I'll try it. I'll if try you go it. Home, let me I'll, I'll try it. Don't worry. They should do a delicate balance <laughs> of the salt and then the sugar. I'll try it. And then, you know, related matters. I'll try it. Let me, let me, uh, finish this business for you. Okay. Uh, of the text messages. But once we get more text messages, just to wrap up, the accommodation issue at the university mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Ghana also came up and it's something I think, uh, will be explored, uh, a bit further in subsequent news, uh, Bulletins for the freshest who have reported to school. Um, so every year is the same. Yeah, well, I, I had I I I I I can't understand the frustration of the universities as well mm-hmm. because yesterday I heard one mm-hmm. of their officers speaking somewhere and the person was like, "Look," and I, I don't think the person intended to speak that way, but I think just the general frustration because he was like, "Well, when there's a change in policy at the bottom." You know, which is, of course, the free senior mm-hmm. high school, mm-hmm. and there isn't an attendance address of infrastructure mm-hmm. at the top. There will be a struggle, you know, and so we are trying to find ways to resolve that matter. Uh, but obviously, it is the students, incoming students, who are facing it right now. But let me see. My okay, all right. The, the salt activates your tongue to taste more. Then why don't I just taste the salt first and then eat my gari and sugar? That is so you need to, to you see that it should continue until you exhaust the solution you have formed. You know? So if you are tasting it, it, it's just one off. But you want that experience to last during the entire duration of what you are eating or drinking. Mm-hmm. So you, you, no, no, you should try it. I, 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 I certainly will. Yeah, but the thing you are talking about is a very important matter. Yeah. Because, I mean, for those people who have uh, relations going to school, um, the question of hostel or where students will leave, the halls, of course, we do know that currently there's a fight on campus between, and I'm using the, the word fight in, in a very, uh, yeah, I'm using advisedly, uh, between the management of the University of Ghana, for instance, and the student body who are, you know, complaining about the attempt to de-boy, de-boy, what's what the word to use? That they, you know, Commonwealth and some halls, they say they don't use them as they've always used them traditionally. Mm. They want to do something about it because yeah. of the constant fights that people continue to have. We've had similar developments or confrontation in Cape Coast University, for instance, Catford Hall was at some point highlighted as one of the halls that they wanted to do something about. Again, if you go to Kumasi, there was an issue with Katanga and, and all of these things. So these traditional halls, for some reason, uh, have a certain culture that for, 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 for good measure, perhaps the authorities want to do something about and the students are pushing back. That aside, Look, finding hostel facility in Accra, in Kumasi, in Takradi for students. I mean, sometimes when you go, I don't know, is there someone who is regulating these facilities? Because, I mean, elsewhere, these things wouldn't even pass for a dog pen or is there a dog? They live in a pen, right? Okay, then chicken leave me a coop. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. and then so which one is the pen? The goats. So goats, goats live in a pen. pen. Uh-huh. Correct. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, they would even pass for a hen coop. If you look at the sanitary conditions in these facilities, it's horrible. Someone sent me some photographs recently. You know, so there's this um, colleague of mine who were training Kumasi. 
is coming to Accra to do, you know, his pupilage, needs a, a place to, 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 to put up. And he's been trying to find a hostel facility in Accra. Godfrey, the things that he's seen over the past two weeks, bro, it's horrible. It's, it's horrible. So it is as though we don't have any way of standardizing what we call facilities for use by human beings in this country. Hmm. I mean, I, I, no, no, Nathan, I don't get it. <laughs> it's, Look, it's, it's, I, I, I took him to one of these places, so. <laughs> to look at these facilities, I said, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, look, the, uh, who, is it the housing ministry or is the tourism ministry? No, this one is for the education and the rest of Ghana. No, because these facilities must come under somebody, the hostels. Yes. Well, the hostels are private. Yeah, even if they are private, I mean, there should be standardization. You should have A, B, C, D. Okay, to, have, to put up a hostel in a university campus, there must be... You are, yeah. you are saying there must be standards. Yeah, that's right. That. Look, even the University of Ghana, if you go to some of these halls, the garbage is left unattended for as long as, you know, for, for some reason they just don't attend to it. In the hallways, you see rubbish here, blah, blah. I mean, look, these are all health hazards. I, I don't understand why we allow these things to happen. Look, when, when I was attending school elsewhere, when you walk into the environment, you are motivated to learn. <laughs> you know, the air you breathe. There's a regular, like every week, you are doing a drill as to how to respond to emergency, fire alarms, and all of these things. You can't put rubbish out anyhow. There's someone who is constantly cleaning. I, I honestly believe that, look, we are letting our generation and future generations down. This was not what Nkrumah intended when he said that we were capable of managing our own affairs. Mm. Clearly unacceptable. And, Godfrey, thank you for bringing the matter up. I think we need to go better into yeah, this. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to. We'll we need to send a reporter today to go and look at some of these private hostels and even the university campuses. Mm. And, and, and see what... It's horrible. Happen. But I think at the base of all of this is just... The um, the number of students versus how many facilities are available. Yeah, sixty That's because per it's the report, sixteen thousand students for for University of Ghana, for example, what sixteen thousand students with six thousand spaces available. Clearly, you so ten thousand will have to find have to find their, their own, own way of, of surviving. Okay. All right, that's how we wrap it up on a Thursday edition of the City Breakfast Show, January 5, 2023. Tony yep. Montana says that that soaking's combination, the combo, no, uh-huh. is mainly a thousand thing. No. So very but I don't understand why Godfrey doesn't get it that Gary Soakins goes with granite. Uh-huh. With some other accoutrements. Yes. It's one of the key. Yeah, but he says he doesn't understand the grammar. Why part. doesn't he oh, understand. understand? No. If you take it, I don't The salt part. Uh-huh. I don't get the salt uh-huh. part. No, 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 no but I've seen people do it. I don't think it's odd. Uh-huh. Have you tried it? No. You should try it. Salt. Sugar. When they slap you, you won't feel it. 
<laughs> yeah, just, just before we go, uh-huh. our colleague Eno Safo is wishing her mom, Regina Opoku, a happy birthday. Oh, so Eno's mom's birthday is today. Oh, is she in Kumasi? She says, I love her more than words can express. Oh, I don't so know. Beautiful. Maybe she's in Kumasi. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But Eno Safo's mom, happy birthday happy, to you. Happy birthday Madam to you. Regina Opoku. Uh, we'll come and visit you. Yes, yes. So, yeah, a related matter. Okay. That's our show for the morning. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Godfred. My name is Nathan. Wow, I did this with the guys. Fred Jabano, Caleb Kuda produced the show. Godfred Odum gave us help on technical.